0: On 9-11, our nation made a commitment to never forget. Since then, it's been the Tunnel to Towers Foundation honoring those words with action. So many people gave their lives while saving others on 9-11. Tunnel to Towers carries forward that legacy of courage and heroism by honoring our country's military and first responder heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, torg
1: This ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go insert name FC. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Insert Name FC, episode 23. I'm your host, Hector Forrest, and with me as always. Is the other host of the show and my best friend at Robus.
2: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: Yep. Episode 23, man.
2: The David Beckham episode. No, little asterisk here. We won't be talking about David Beckham. I, I like as a story.
1: <laughs> Not as a story. I mean th- we do throw out David Beckham a, a little bit later, like in in actually in our in the interview that I, we got for this episode, but which is it's a little interesting. But anyways, now um, yeah, David Beckham. Um, I mean there's there's a lot of uh, is there a lot of twenty threes when you iconic twenty threes besides I mean Michael Jordan. Mm, yeah,
2: we could actually say David Beckham but I mean, slash Michael Jordan. But
1: obviously that's basketball that's basketball. This is this is a, a soccer podcast. Bro,
2: I mean I'm just saying MJ.
1: MJ. I mean I mean, there there is a relation with soccer and basketball. I mean we've all seen it. Yeah. Um I mean it also just because of like European based athletes do come to the NBA to play basketball. Um so I mean Antoine Griezmann is a big basketball fan. Yeah. Um LeBron James owns part of Liverpool. <laughs> um Steph Curry, I, I believe Steph Curry has ownership some ownership with Chelsea. Wow. I could be I could be wrong if don't quote on me. Um James Harden owns the Dynamo. Well, partly owns the Dynamo. Yeah. Uh, and affiliates himself with Arsenal. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess basketball, and soccer,
0: and soccer. Go, uh, Kobe Bryant, Kobe
1: Bryant, one Bryan. of the biggest soccer supporters that we can think of in in the NBA. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, he's also, also a big, big soccer. I mean, he's from from Greece, mm-hmm. so, the Greek freak Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you have like obviously the Euro based players, the ones that play that were from are from Spain, France, uh, parts of Europe, um. Even the African-based players, I mean, obviously, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you can say... um
2: They kind of go connected. Kinda, there's they, a there's, there's a connection. A, there's a connection there. Yeah.
1: Just seven feet players versus...
2: Five foot four, <laughs> five foot five, five nine. It's crazy Maybe how, like, are like how you, how they,
1: all these, like, six, five plus guys idolize Messi's five foot seven. Something. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that
2: dude has quick feet. Like, yeah, no shit. Like... But Messi's like, oh man, these guys actually do pretty badass. Like, I'll bet you Messi would want to do a slam dunk. Does
1: he have the hops for it? I don't know. I mean, the first we ever saw him jump was in, in in that Champions League final. <laughs> the, the little fish jump? The little, little, the little fish jump that we did yeah. on uh, the one that, on, and then, and on Hinge, Hinge Yeah. SC, so, so yeah. Oh yeah. Stay tuned for that guys, because that's coming up. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, so right, but okay, let's let's go to the guy that we mentioned before we talked about Michael Jordan. David Beckham um where do you throw him at
2: um, not top ten, but top twenty for sure i'm I'm positive about that, maybe even breaking in the top fifteen in my in my list, but um i is
1: he like barely making it though no nah. like, or he's like well into like he's well in the top fifteen for me. Okay.
2: uh, uh he Dude, he's done. He's done some crazy ass free kicks where I'm just like, what in the did hell? He,
1: did he score a goal off of a corner?
2: Yes, he did too. And I think that was actually part of the LA Galaxy thing too. <laughs> he
1: he just kind of stood there like,
2: yeah, like yeah. Everybody came and hugged him. He's I like, mean,
1: when David Beckham came to the MLS, it was huge. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously you had a player leave Real Madrid. I mean, I don't necessarily think it was he
3: left Real.
1: I think it was like his time was done in Real Madrid, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but still it was huge. I mean David Beckham, he's the big
3: It was I, a big name. I don't necessarily
1: okay. I think it is just because like there's people that know that don't know soccer that knew David Beckham. And it's kinda you can say the same thing with now, like you know, people don't watch soccer but they know about Messi or or Ronaldo or Mbappé. Right. You know, but they don't watch soccer like that. They just know of those guys and David Beckham was that guy. <laughs> Um and I mean also obviously he was he was a model, I think Calvin Klein or something like that. Yeah. Uh married a spice girl.
3: Yeah.
1: Um uh, I mean it just you know, he was just a he, he was not only just a soccer player, but he was
2: he was famous. He I mean, was, he was famous, famous, like let's let's put it this way. Back in those days he would have been Instagram famous because of the whole modeling thing. He would have been on um, like GQ he's been on GQ i believe and he's been on like all these other men's fitness men's health kind of shit as well so it, it um he he's been he's been around the world doing various things i'm pretty damn sure uh in the asian community as well like he's if you, if you go to like japan you know there's billboards of him you mm-hmm. know china same thing there's billboards of him you know cuz everybody idolizes david beckham just because of all the stuff that he's done in soccer and outside of soccer
1: no, yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think I for sure would uh, like kind of like you. I'll put David Beckham in my top fifteen. Yeah. Um, I know that maybe some some people would throw the word overrated with David Beckham. I mean, personally, I wouldn't, but I can see why.
2: Yeah, I mean, he he was getting paid buku money. Like Duke could literally wipe his ass with it. But I think he is where the line overrated is. He, he barely touches that line and then he just kind of stays right on like he's not to me he's not overrated but
1: I'm pretty you, sure but you lot, can see someone's argument but I can
2: see somebody's argument on that side just because of like how the contracts work well, for him getting that kind of money when he came to LA Galaxy yeah
1: so I mean man played for Manchester United played for played for Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Milan
2: for like, on loan mm-hmm.
1: on loans, yeah he did Milan and then Ended his career in PSG. Yeah. Um, so I mean
2: And then in the English in the English uh senior team in the English men's national team, like that that
1: was I actually, mean, there was some disdain for David Beckham. There was initially. for like a
2: little bit, but then he redeemed himself. I think it was with that free kick that made him go ahead. <laughs> okay. And I was like, Oh damn, he redeemed himself. Everybody was like, uh everybody was like, he redeemed himself with the ugly shit that he did when he got that
1: red card. I yeah, think. it was the red card I believe yeah. it was against Greece. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, so I mean, David Beckham, I mean, obviously, I can't think of any another, another player with the War 23. At least that's at least groundbreaking enough for me. Yeah. Um, that, you
2: don't really see a lot of 23 numbers out there. That's just really unique, honestly.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only reason why, at least in soccer, and it's not like being disrespectful to the number 23, but I mean, technically, David Beckham's number seven. I mean, that's what he yeah. we wore in England. That's we were wore in Manchester United. I mean, he's one of the legendary sevens for Man U. Um, but when I think of 23, it's either like just they decided it's just a player. I like, okay, I just couldn't get the number that I would want to wear. So I'm just going to wear, I'm a rock Jordan. Yeah.
2: Right. And, uh, if any of our listeners know of a good, a badass 23 that we may have overlooked, you know, you know, tweet us, send us a, at, at our Instagram, send us a message. So that way we can actually know if we miss a 23.
1: And what's our Instagram and Twitter?
2: Insert name FC. Probably, yeah, yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> All right, man. So we got so we got a pretty good
1: show today, man. We got uh, we obviously have our headlines. We're gonna have our game recaps. Um, we actually interviewed, Well, I guess I interviewed Eli Lesser of this week in MLS with Eli Lesser. He is starting up a YouTube channel, but he's mainly known for what he's done in Instagram. Damn, you're almost at fifty thousand uh, followers.
2: Nice, Eli.
1: So. so I mean, the guy covers the MLS. Great interview. Um, you know, he's from LA. You know, we're from Houston. Yeah, take that for what you want. But he was a really cool guy. I actually, didn't say didn't say anything mean about the Ash. I'm pretty sure
2: we can agree on
1: tacos,
2: since LA is known for like their food trucks with tacos. We love tacos. So
1: I mean, I mean, I was born in LA, so I, I had the LA, I had the LA ties. Yeah, but but anyways, but I will say I'm a Texas boy. Um, but yeah, so. Great interview, and then players of the week, and we will not be previewing any upcoming matches this weekend, only because the next week, well, this coming week, because obviously we're dropping this episode on Thursday, but the following week we are back with Champions League and Europa League. Champion. Yeah, so we will be. It's gonna be a quick preview. It's nothing like we're not gonna go in depth with each game. Um, if you guys want. To see our, our in depth analysis about these games, make sure you you are following Unhinged Sports. So at Network we're going to hinge on Twitter and Unhinged SN on Instagram because we actually started an exclusive um show called Wait for it, Wait for it, Unhinged FC. Oh gee, where we will be it will be dropped on match day for Champions League. So you guys know Champions League Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We'll be having our previews for those games on that day. So it's gonna be me, Edward, and Kelsey from High and Low Sports. Yeah. So
3: it's gonna be fun. Shout guys, out to Ke- Shout out to Kelsey. Shout
1: out to Kelsey. Yeah. Just it's gonna be fun. So but yeah, so we're just gonna do a quick quick preview of the knockout stages for the Champions League and Europa League. Um, just so you guys can say, Hey man, you guys didn't cover Champions League and Europa League. So guess what we did it.
3: But yeah. anyway, and then
1: obviously wrap things up. With three up, three down. I think it's going to be a little interesting one. Um, I think all our three ups and three downs are pretty interesting. But
3: yeah, but yeah. anyway,
1: so you know what? Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for winning the Super Bowl. And you know what? You know, if you're a Texans fan. Maybe you're not feeling the Texans right now. Or maybe you're just a bandwagon. Hey, man, you know, there's no shame. Rock who you want to rock with. Or maybe you're just a Tom Brady follower. I don't care. I really don't. Anyways, but now is some time to get some fresh, fresh new swag of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Fanatics. Fanatics.com has a wide variety of sports, of all sports, from the NFL. Obviously, we just dropped the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
3: It's yeah.
1: a NASCAR and, of course, soccer. So start your year or your February, right, on the right track with Fanatics. Check the link on our bio. That's our link tree. Click on that link tree. You're going to see a link that says Fanatics. Click on that link and get some shopping done. And when you do that, you will be supporting Unhinged Sports Network and, of course, us in certain MFC.
2: Yeah, and if you guys want to be, you know, like he said, the bandwagon, I've seen some memes online. Ain't gonna lie, a lot of people are posting this one up talking about, hey, Brady, you want to prove you're the GOAT? Come to the Houston Texans. Go ahead. No, he
3: can't say the Texans.
2: (laughs) Hey, you never know. But you know, if you guys want to do that and actually show Brady some love, you know, get a Texas jersey with his name on it. Yeah, he's not, he's not. He's not going to <laughs> Hey, you never know. He might save it. He's not going to see. Uh, Brady, Brady did good. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. I mean,
1: a- I'm not trying to take away from Brady. I mean, Brady performed well, but I mean, Tampa Bay had a solid defense. Congrats, true, true. congrats to Todd Bowles, man. I hope he gets a head coaching job. Yeah. Um, at some point because he did a really good job calling the defense against Patrick Mahomes.
2: Um, who To be fair, I think he didn't have two of his main receivers or two of his his tackles, his tackles.
1: Th- yeah, there's that. But I mean at the same time, it wasn't so much like I don't think okay, so there's gonna be us talk about uh, football a little bit. I don't necessarily think it was so much on Patrick Mahomes. I think it was just so much his, his, his receivers just failed him. Yeah. Um I mean literally one got like he literally threw a football at someone's face and they still <laughs> didn't catch the ball. So I mean like it it I think Patrick Mahomes did what he could, but I just his team kind of, in you know, some way, I don't want to say like say it like that all negatively, but his team kind of failed him uh, yeah. in, in, in some regard. Um, shout out to Spencer, though. He was actually at the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, that was So pants.
1: So, yeah. Shout out to Spencer. Uh, lucky passer.
2: I know. I wish I could go to the Super Bowl. I wonder how many girls he found over there. Anyways. <clears throat> okay, anyways. <laughs>
1: Alright. Let's get it in with some headlines, man. So, this has actually kind of been going on. I, honestly, this this been happening. Like, let's not let's not like try to say as if that this is just happening. But it's just now you have people speaking up on it now because it's kind of getting a little too much. But um, there's some there's some racial racial abuse going on on Instagram towards a lot of the black soccer players, right? And um, it, you know, it kind of just. It kind of, here's the thing though. I understand with social media. Social media is a, a very, it could be like a really uplifting place, but at the same time, a really dirty, gritty, disgusting. I don't know, gritty is a terrible word. Disgusting, just horrible,
3: toxic, like, toxic, toxic
1: cesspool that it is. Um, especially Twitter. When you go really into the dark side of Twitter, like yeah, there's no coming out of there. Like it's people are ruthless. And I, I can't say anything because I, 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 I don't say anything racial, but I do troll, but you know no, some, some some of these people do take it way too far um with what they with what they do and and uh Rudiger from Chelsea actually claims social media companies don't care. And I mean I mean clearly <laughs> I, this is where I'll say that where I don't think is that they don't care. It's just it's not necessarily something simple to to filter, you know what I mean, like right, um, like you you can't like. I mean, the 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 most you can do as far as like yourself is just block them. It's not a, a great solution, but if that is like the issue, like you just you know that's all you. That's really your only option. It's not like
3: right. I mean,
1: if that's the case, it would just mean that Instagram and Twitter. Like, like all the social media platforms would have to have like a a censorship or some sort of tool that like that finds you know insensitive comments that are either you know body shaming or or racial or anti you know anti religious and you know things. I
2: think they do try to filter them out, but it's just
1: it's just so too many backdoors. It's so much. You, yeah, you it's just can. so much. And I mean, the the in the in the larger scheme of things. Um, it, you're you're kind of hoping, and, and and this isn't me saying like it's not, it's impossible. I mean, it, it just it, it's not like a a solution that can happen right away. But you know, it, it, racism just has to not be a thing. But let's face it, in the reality that we're in, it's it's a gradual process. It's not because in the end of it all, those people that are seeing those racial slurs, they're going to be parents.
3: Yeah, and,
1: and that's kind of how you know racism continues is when yeah. someone's teaching them this and so um
2: and what what the thing is like there was a lot before i mean i'm not gonna say that it before everything happened like with the whole capital thing and everything like the the rioting know a lot of people aren't gonna be calling it rioting; they're gonna be calling protesting i don't care um but before all that i guess you could say there was racism it was just so kept quiet and they weren't so out there as they are now because, you know, certain people would say, hey, now speak your mind because I want to let you or we're going to let you speak your mind. And of course, everybody took it to, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say what I want to say. And then, of course, they just let it loose. And now it's you can't contain that, you know, and it's not possible to really contain a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I personally don't Say anything like that, then it's not even. I, it's, I'm not, gonna say, oh man, I like, feel. I mean, like there's, a there's a lot.
3: There's
1: clearly, a, like, if you're if you're gonna troll, I mean, They're there's trolling. There's, a, there's line. a line. There's a line. Like, I mean, never. I mean, never go toward. No, never attack someone's family. Never. I mean, don't don't take shots at people's family. Don't take shots at race. I mean,
2: hashtag say no to racism.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> think of it like this. I mean, okay, so for example, you Houston Astros. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, look, man, if you're, if you're outraged by the cheating scandal and in some way you feel like your team with Rob, well, you know, okay. You know, that's the whole point of social media is that you can use your platform to speak your mind. But then when you're going out and sending death threats to players and, and wishing the players that their children would were to have cancer, like, you know, there's like,
3: this is dark.
1: This is like, that's okay. It's like. A baseball game is really going to affect you this much, where you you're wishing death to somebody,
2: especially a child. You know, like this child had nothing to do with it.
1: Like it, it, to me, that's where it's ridiculous. I I can get the anger towards like if you want to go bang bang, you know, like bang bang jokes or trash can jokes, all that stuff. I get it. Be, if you're if you're if you really feel some type of way about what the Astros did, you know, go ahead and and, and do it, but don't go that far. Like. You don't have to wish death to somebody. You don't have. I'm like, what is what does the kid have to do with the cheating scandal? Like nothing. Yeah. Like what what does the kid having cancer have to do with 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 someone cheating in a baseball game? Nothing. And so, but like, kind of going back to this, so like, so Runager isn't the only player that received that received similar messages like this on on his social media. Um, Manchester United players, Lauren James from the women's Manchester United team, Axel Zanzabi, uh, Zanzibi, Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial, just to name a few of players that have also received similar treatments on social media. Uh, and, and so, like, for me, the, for, uh, from my question to you or, or, or people that are listening to this is, how can social media fix this?
2: I mean, it, like I say, it's going to be really hard. You can't you, once it's out there basically that's the thing with the internet once it's out there it's out there you can delete it you can try to edit it You can. Just, it's out there Every, there's always going to be somebody screenshot it somebody saving it somebody doing something with it like I said you can delete it the internet is infinite at
3: mm-hmm. this time
2: and it's not going to get any easier you can do all these freaking protections that they were talking about a few years back talking about oh we're going to block this and block this and block this but it's like you can't really, you know, freedom of speech and stuff like that. And everybody's going to keep using that as a platform like, hey, this is the reason why you can't shut me down because freedom of speech and all this stuff and yada, yada, yada. But honestly, it's it just, I think it's just in the in the common sense and decency of a human being for them to shut him them down themselves. Because I I mean, I don't post anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I hardly get, I'll be honest, I hardly get on social media. But if I do, I'll go ahead and post some funny memes or something like that but nothing too extravagant, nothing too out there where, you know, hell, I'll probably get a lot of hate if I go ahead and put it out there. And sometimes it's because, it's not just because, oh, people are going to judge me? No, I'm like, no, I just, I don't feel that. You know, I don't feel it.
1: Yeah, I think that the issue isn't so, I don't think, it's like, I I feel for the players that that are, and I mean, this is obviously not just a soccer thing. This isn't just a sports thing. This is like, I'm sure it happens to everybody that has a massive following that is of a different uh, race. And unfortunately, that the fact that we live in a world where race is a thing is is still unfortunate. But uh, it's just the the fact that like your <clears throat> your social media can only do so much, and it's not like they can really change anything. Well, at least significant enough to to end this.
3: Yeah,
1: because I think that like obviously the only way to really stop this is from you know well racism kind of just has to not be a thing race has to not be a thing but it, it's gonna be a thing unfortunately
2: yeah it's it's been made big already so to tone it down or to shrink it it's, it's it's looking pretty impossible but like you said it's just in the upbringing so maybe later on in life you know we can go ahead and
1: start the healing yeah uh, no yeah i totally agree and uh, and I know that this is maybe like a, a really touchy subject. And I know you guys are hoping to hear us. Everybody's talking off, about where's
2: so- we're soccer at, where's soccer? off
1: or something like that. And I mean, yes, we like to be funny. We like to, but you know, this is like an, an issue that personally, I, I just, I just don't like. Um, and that's the reason why I wanted to mention this in, in, in the headline, just because it's just, it's frustrating, man. Like, you know, um, we we do all this stuff like the, the hashtag and racism, you know. The you know stop the hate you know we have people showing support for the you know Black Lives Matter and and then you know it's unfortunately like I think it's just like as much as we're we're making the right strides I think we're in the right direction we're moving you know we're we're moving at least we're trying to move away from the negativity but unfortunately it's still there and it's one of those things that it's not this isn't gonna be like the next morning it's over yeah it's it's one of those things where it's gonna take an it's going take time. amount of time it, it might even be like when edward's kids are grandparents
2: and maybe they
1: then yeah, even maybe and, and
2: even then maybe that's a
1: big maybe so it, it, that's how and that's unfortunate and i don't like thinking like that but uh and it's and it sucks because you know like you know people are gonna say well why don't they just ignore it but it's it's harder to ignore
3: yeah
1: i mean it it, it's crazy to think that like you know we live it's one of those things where you you can get like a thousand compliments
2: But you get that one. Well, there there is also this one thing that that I just thought about. Like literally, back in the day, we didn't post certain videos like that, you know, like racial slurs or anything like that, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat, whatever. We never, we didn't have that when we were growing up. In our high school days, like we only had the video cameras. We had freaking razors. We had the slider phones. We didn't have. All this fancy stuff now that that touchscreen phones, the iPhone, we didn't have that. And then yet there was no discovery. Even when the iPhone first came out, there was really no, there was only a camera phone. Nobody really posted. Instagram didn't exist at that time.
1: And I think at that time the only the, the big thing was YouTube.
2: Was YouTube,
1: Facebook, and that was it. That was it.
2: And but then all these things started coming out where basically people were like filming and stuff like that. And then of course you started seeing um Spontaneous uh websites um
1: come out with oh
2: this person said this and we got it on camera, you know, stuff like that. And
1: it just uh, yeah, cancel culture, which yeah. Uh, um I mean, recent like at least as far as I know recently, um country singer Morgan Wallen uh uh-huh. um actually had a video come out of him saying the N word. So he
3: he's canceled. But, uh, well, but so but,
1: no, this is the thing that I know that I thought was weird was that everyone's like that like, even radio stations aren't really you know playing his music now mm-hmm. I mean i don't I don't blame him yeah um but weirdly enough the the downloads or like I guess listens on like streaming yeah. music services increase for him and it's just like that's alarming <laughs> yeah because I'm like so you because of the fact that like he's getting canceled and I and I and this isn't me saying like don't cancel Morgan Wallen or cancel Morgan Wallen because frankly I just don't care I mean, not saying that I don't care about, about him saying the N-word, but it's just, like, I, the thing that I mean is just the fact that, like, we, you know, we caught this this video of him saying this, this word, and take it for what you want, but, like, if one, this word should not be said, period. But, um, I mean, he, he said it, and, I mean, there is outrage, and I don't blame the outrage. Um, and, but then for the people to defend him, um As if he did nothing wrong, because that's what I'm getting the vibe from the people defending Morgan Wallen, is that, you know, oh, I'm still gonna listen to his music because he's a great guy. I'm like, well, the guy literally just, I mean, I get it that using a racial slur doesn't necessarily, okay, yeah, racial slur, like, a pretty terrible thing to do, but you know, that doesn't like instantly, you know, changes who he is, you know. But unfortunately, that's what is going to be the thing. He's going to be the guy that said the N word now. Um. I mean, I'm sure he can try to redeem himself in some way because I do believe in redemption. But yeah, no, like, I mean, he, whatever he's dealing with right now, he kind of deserves it because, you know, he said that in his own, like, what he felt was in a comfortable place where he, you know, he, you know, like, as if he knew that there was nobody watching him. Like, there's no, Mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't under a microscope. So he was comfortable when he said it because he was comfortable. So if anything, that tells you who he is.
2: Yeah. I mean, it just it just, it just goes to show that even in the darkest places, you know, if, if somebody has a camera there, somebody will get it, and it'll be out there, especially now in this day, age.
1: Especially when you're famous. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I just thought that was an interesting example, but, but yeah, um, with the issue with this, though, I just, it, it, yeah, it, it's going to take time, um, but it ha- also there has to be, a, you know, a united front that like, hey, man, we want this over, like. Like you know, there's gotta be somebody out there. Like, hey man, come on! It's 2021. Why is there, why is racism still a thing?
3: Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, shit.
1: But that's just that's just kind of wishful thinking. But but still, just uh, decided to mention that story just because, like I said, it, it's something that it does bother me that it's going on, and and it's kind of one of those things is like you want it to end, but it's it's one of those things that it's gonna it's gonna gradually have to be as long as everybody's on the same track. The same in the the same wavelength that they want the same the same as as well that it's going to take time to for it to get better.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, it's not going to get better anytime soon, like you said, but we'll see. We're we're trying to move past it and we're trying to move forward.
1: We'll see what's up, man. We'll see, man. All right, man. So, kind of going, you know, trying (laughs) to go do a one hundred and eighty now. Um, old Gunner. Admits that matches United are not
2: contenders. How
1: do you feel about that?
2: You remember how we were joking around, how we were like, "Well, man, look, like he's always funny, like he's a, fun- it's working for him." Now he's saying they're not real contenders. Hmm.
1: And here's, well, the- here's the quote that he ends up saying: "We should not even be considered title chasers."
2: I don't know what. Okay. Here's the thing, I don't know whether the Manchester United big dogs are gonna be looking at him like, damn, he said that, we're gonna fire him, or if they're thinking like, well, he's being honest, so we'll go ahead and keep him for one more season to do the rebuild. Which I think he's trying to do.
1: Like there was one point in the season where Manu was on top of the table. Okay. You and me kind of both
3: we both joked
1: about it. It was and all smoke smoking mirrors, basically. But we kinda of called it also we knew that Manu wasn't gonna be able to maintain this.
3: Uh-oh.
1: Um great run. You know, it was fun while while it lasted, right It was fun. It
3: was ha <laughs> ah,
1: it was it was it was fun
2: as a yes as a Manchester United fan, but also as a ha you
1: know? I mean but yes, yeah, so, I mean yeah, Manu hasn't really been the same since the se- since the start of the second half of the season. Um they did get to beat Liverpool in, in the FA Cup, but I mean not the FA Cup final, but in, in in the rounds of the FA Cup, um, but I, I think we all kind of just knew that this team wasn't didn't necessarily have it to keep it maintained where their position was. Um, there's right, just, right, there, right. there's just so much turmoil right now. And in, in Man-, Man, you got Pogba right in the bench. Um, Bruno Fernandez. I mean, he helps you get into the penalty box, but I mean, aside from that, I mean, yeah,
2: you can't really do too much.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just so many. There's still so many question marks with Um, I mean, I, I'm sure it, they they have exceeded everybody's expectations. At least the honest expectations of Manu. Yeah. Um, yeah. As
2: soon as they saw, that, I mean, everybody was excited with this manager. Personally, I was like, "Well, let me see what he brings to the table." He hasn't necessarily. It's like, it's like he brought like the whole deck of cards, but he's been drawing like twos or threes, and then recently he just drew like an ace or a king or a queen or a jack. Hell. He drew all the good cards and then all of a sudden he started drawing the crappy cards all over again, but maybe a mixture of them, like a king and a two, a king and a and a three, king and a four, something mm. low like that, you know? And so and the way he looks at it, like he doesn't have a poker face. You could sometimes <laughs> No no no. Sometimes I look at his face when there he doesn't get mad. He'll get like, Oh, well, there's always next time kind of smile. Or or uh oh, like he scores, yeah, he gets happy, or he'll be like, you know, like he won't show, he he won't try to show emotion. But it's like to me, he has that that laughing, joking kind of tell. I don't know, maybe that's just me, but he kind of like if he's taking this job, kind of like as a joke. But at the same time, he's like, damn, I need this job, but you know, I got to make it fun. That's kind of like how I see him. And maybe there's going to be a lot of Manchester United uh, fans that may disagree with me. Maybe they agree with me. Who knows? I mean, let me know. Like, maybe I'm wrong. So, I mean, shoot. But that's how I see it. That's how I see him Mm -hmm. in general. Because I'm I'm like, he's doing He. It's like, (laughs) okay, you're going to laugh. It's like when David Wallace goes to Michael Scott and says, What are you doing right? That is basically how I see the big dogs looking at Old Gunner, and even though Old Gunner admitted,
1: and Old just like I'm in the need, yeah, the need for tweed. There you go, exactly. <laughs>
2: so, so yeah, like pretty much. Like if you think about it, that is how Old Gunner has been cruising by.
1: Somehow I managed. Somehow
2: I managed. Yeah, with the just shirts, the shoulders, sh- the, sh-
3: the sh- shoulders, sh-
2: the, the the no, with the uh, with the sleeves rolled up, and he's like shoulder shrugging with the hands up and shit. I mean, honestly, like. He he is, let's put it this way. He is the Michael Scott of English football, right? <laughs> I mean, and, and we all joked about Pochettino, right?
1: But I mean, yeah, no, but yeah, but old Gunner, right now he's the Michael Scott. So obviously, this came from the fact that um, man, you give loses two points. That's basically what it is when they drew with Everton three to three. Yeah, um, which they gave up. You know, a game. I think the game drawing. Go old goal, goal. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, look man, we knew man you wasn't gonna be it, yeah,
3: no everybody
1: way. at least we knew, um, I don't know about anybody else as far as like Manchester United fans or just man you just didn't have it, old gunner, i mean he's he's entertaining, I guess is the right word to use for him now, I think
2: old Gunner does not have that fire. Or he doesn't give the players that fire that Sir Alex Ferguson gave them.
1: I mean, it just goes back to the fact that Manu hasn't necessarily been able to recover mm-hmm. since uh, since Sir Alex nope. Ferguson left. Um, and I mean, Well Gunner, I believe he's a former Manu player, but
2: maybe he was a different man back then. Now he changed somehow. Maybe he took it easier now or something like
1: that. I don't know. <laughs> he was an interim manager. Yeah. Like that was that was the reason why he took over because you yeah, obviously with the Joseph Mourinho experiment failing like we always knew it was going to happen. Um, you needed an interim manager at least for the time being, and so that was what Old Gunner was. And it's it's not like he did anything spectacular. Yeah. When he took over, I mean, yeah. I'm sure they're like, oh, they he, they he exceeded our expectations, but that doesn't mean he's an interim manager. That's what interim managers do. Yeah, they just
2: they just take
3: care. You of don't shit.
1: give him a job. For being a, a decent, and not even a, a, it wasn't, he wasn't great. He wasn't good. He was just like, eh. And you just, and, and this is the part that was so crazy. You're talking about Manchester United. Yeah. This is a big club, big history, you know, big legacy. And you should be going out there and getting the best manager possible. Yeah.
3: And you go for, and you stick with the interim guy. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, there was a period where everyone thought Zinedine Zidane was going to be the new manager of Manchester United.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure that was probably that would that that should have been the move.
2: Yeah, Bogba would have been seeing a lot of
1: play time.
3: Literally, all the the French players. Yeah, all the French players. Mm
1: -hmm. This was that was their like their moment. We could have sealed the deal, get the guy. No, no, they decided to ride with old Gunner, and then you probably
2: he probably says something on the meeting. That maybe caught their fancy or something like that, but I mean I, I guess mean,
1: it worked it, for a whatever little he while. said then to now where he's like we're not contenders. Um
2: He probably said he probably walked up he was about to walk out the door and said, You have no idea how high I can fly. It just <laughs> It's
1: just
2: But moving on to that uh note, I wanna say, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Like right now I mean
1: the season I mean the season still has so to be good. finished, with- I I agree with him. <laughs> like the, the Manchester United are not contenders.
2: No, and it's always coming from my head because I'm like, well,
1: at, least at least you're not
3: Arsenal. <laughs> at least you're mid tier. Mid tier.
1: All right, man. So the uh, the last headline, and that is Zlatan scores goal number five
2: hundred. Yeah, congrats, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Congrats.
3: This is crazy.
1: I mean. Obviously, everyone's probably like, oh, it's just 500 goals. I mean, look what Messi and Ronaldo does. But I mean, Zlatan, like, Zlatan is, like I think, for sure a legend in many people's eyes. Yeah. He's an arrogant yeah.
2: asshole. He's an arrogant asshole, but that's the thing. It's what makes him who he is. He's Zlatan. Like, mm-hmm. he talks the talk, but he'll show you. He won't just walk the walk, he will show you. What he literally
1: means—he doesn't just talk the talk; he walks the walk.
2: No, no, but I mean, like, I could say that, but I'm saying like he will go above and beyond that. Like he he will be like he'll say something and he'll go ahead and do it. Fucking Taekwondo kicks and shit.
1: But yeah, so so he scores his 500 and actually 51st goal, 501st goal in the four nothing win against Cortone. Um, and mind you. You know, Zatan's 39 years old.
2: Yeah, and he's still playing in Serie A. It's not even like a, a, a B he, he, league he's, or he's anything. He's playing
1: in the top five. Bro. And so. Honestly,
2: and it, I, it's weird to say this, he's playing better than he was playing here in the MLS with Galaxy, in my opinion. You sure about that? I'm sure. Because he was killing it in the MLS. I know he was killing it, but now he's he's playing better. Like, okay, let me put it this way. All
1: right, so to put it okay, in better perspective, because I think. I think, he's I think a, you know what I'm talking I think he's about. in a better club. Yeah. At this, LA Galaxy, okay, no offense to any LA Galaxy fans out there, but LA Galaxy is not a good team. I mean, yeah. No, they're just not a good team. Like, when they went out and bought, like, their players, like, you know, they had a David Beckham, Landon Donovan, and a, and a Robbie Keane when mm-hmm. they won the MLS Cup, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, they also had Omar Gonzalez, and, 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 and kind of like a really good, Cast around them, but they were really, they were really talented.
3: Yeah,
1: they don't have that talent. No, they they don't. It was, it was basically Slatan and Antun. Yeah, and I mean Antun's not a bad player, but uh, he shouldn't be your at least your number two guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, then you brought in you, you bring in some, you know, Bavon. You brought in some guys, but you never really had that same thing that you had with Donovan, Beckham,
2: and Keane. Yeah, there was some sort of chemistry there. There was some sort of of, um, of gameplay style.
1: Because I mean, even then, LA actually had a really solid backline with David Beckham, and, and somehow we managed to throw him David Beckham back in here. <laughs> but um, you know, we had they had that. Yeah. But Zlatan didn't have anything. Yeah. I mean, he, the reason why LA was even remodeling the discussion for the playoffs
3: was because of Zlatan.
1: Was because of Zlatan. Um, and and also the fact that Dynamo got to ruin. Their season back to back, but I mean, aside from that, at least at least they got to do that. But aside from that, though, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think one, this AC Milan team is is coming back from going back to their glory days. Yeah, at least, at least that's what we're hoping for. I mean, they have a very young squad. Yeah, Um the players that they brought in are game changers, mm-hmm. in, in, in my opinion. You have one of the best, go- one of the best young goalkeepers in the world.
2: Yeah, and Dona Dona, how do you say his name?
1: You did you done Roma?
2: Yeah, there you go. I was like, done the mitt, done the was no, he's crazy.
1: Anyway, so, and, and so like Zlatan doesn't necessarily have to do all the work. He just needs to be where his, where his teams his teammates need him
3: to be. Yeah.
2: And which a lot of the times he's there and then sometimes he will need assistance, but <laughs> so somehow he manages alone as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I, I I think for sure, yeah, I get, your, get what you're trying to say that he's better, he's been better with AC Milan than he has been with the MLS. Yeah, I he still had a pretty good MLS career, my Yeah, friend. yeah, he did. But yeah, but yeah, so uh, 24 years of playing, man, 24 years. Um, I don't know how long he can keep playing. Um, I'll give him one more, but I don't, I I think he's gonna be hanging him up soon.
2: Yeah, he might. We'll see. I mean, he. Dude's a machine. Dude's a cyborg, bro. Even no, freaking I Taekwondo. That, but I kids. just don't I just don't think he can I,
1: maybe not so much that he can't, but I just think there's not gonna be that many teams that are gonna be wanting him. Or, or wanting to take that chance. Maybe maybe
2: maybe not in the main league, like EPL or maybe even Serie A again. But maybe China, Turkey, Qatar, maybe like the
1: that could probably be
2: where he ends up. He could end up with a lot of money over there, nice home and everything.
1: Hell, he might even go back
2: home to Sweden.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some thoughts, but yeah. All right. There were
3: time for some game recaps.
2: All right, bro. Um, so my game that I, that I chose to recap was Man City versus Liverpool, which I was surprised because I honestly thought Liverpool was going to win, but Man City beat them four to one. I was, that was, that's not a, that's not a normal thing, but, um, they were also they were even on shots on shots on goal, but Liverpool only had three shots on target, and I believe Manchester City had five or all eight on target. So at that point, it's like mm, you kind of got to see everything else. But the possession was also fairly even. I think actually no, I think Liverpool had more possession. I believe they were above the fifty, and Manchester City was around forty, forty some, so forty something odd.
1: You can even say it was fifty six percent.
2: Oh yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah, I'm tripping. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> but, anyways, um, yeah. So it it took, it did take me by surprise. So I I I was in a little bit of awe. I was like, damn. And then Phil Foden, you know, scored. He's one of my favorite up and coming young players. You know, and uh, it's just
1: crazy me, man. This kid grew up playing in the in the rough streets of England. I know some people are probably like, what the fuck you talking about? Yeah, Watch Green Street, Green Street, Green, Street, Green Street Hooligans. But you know, no, nah, I mean, you know, obviously he's a he's a young father. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's not like you live in the suburbs and become a dad at freaking fifteen. So. Yeah,
2: but nah, but he 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 showed up, and I mean, although basically the whole Man City team did.
1: I do like the redemption story of Phil Foden right now because yeah. I mean, obviously this is the idiot that you know, Mason Green Yeah, Mason Greenwood which to sneak in some girls up to the hotel rooms. and kicked them out of the English camp. <laughs> so yeah. um but you see him trying to redeem himself. I think obviously he wants to get, get his shot back with England. Um and he's he's doing the right things, man. He's playing. You know, he's he's focused on the game and he's and whenever his his number's been called, I mean he's he's going out there and doing it. So yeah, I mean No Man. Um I think this is a really big moment for Man City, obviously. Um, you know, they're trying to get back into it, back in back up, up top of the table. And I think this is a win that, that helps him get back on top.
2: Yeah, I, I think so too. And it, he will soon become a starter. I mean, he's he's playing really, really, really well. And the more time he spends on the field and the training and everything, I think he, this kid it has a definite future. And honestly, in my FIFA, I bought him. And every time uh, I make whoever, whoever my number ten is, if they retire or they end up getting bought out because of the stupid release clause. I make him nine, my number ten, cause he con- he controls dribbles, everything. Like everything is really, really badass on him in FIFA. So yeah, yeah for sure.
1: All right, man. So my game is PSG beating Martial two to nothing. Um, I believe this is you know as far as league play, this is after the last time they played against show was actually the whole the
3: uh, bottom. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that one.
1: <sighs> but yeah, so. Um, you know, PSG is beating Marseille two to nothing, so I guess you can say they got their payback. Yeah. Um, and then Marcio had 53% of the possession. It was a pretty intense, close game when it comes to possession wise. And Marcio outshot uh, PSG 12 to nine, which we're well, well out to hear that
3: you know, <laughs> PSG
1: got outshot. Not very, not like it's a lot, like a, a big mismatch in the I, shot count, but yeah, but still, you would imagine PSG being the the
3: aggressor.
2: Yeah. And all that. Well, but, maybe PSG was playing it kind of key, kind of low key, and then they were just working on the counter attacking. I personally didn't see the game. I'm not even going to, you know, say, insinuate that that's exactly what happened, but it just kind of sounds like it. Like as soon as they would have the ball, boom, 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 counter attack, counter attack. Yeah. So,
1: so the two goals that were, that were scored off by was, was Mbappe in the ninth minute and Cardi in the 24th. Uh-huh. So, I mean, basically it was just, you know, PSG got the lead and just, just, Defended it from from what it looks like, just kept defending from there on out. Yeah. I mean and I mean PSG is also trying to get back into their mix. Um I I believe now they're a little bit closer from to Leon and um is it Lil? I'm pretty sure it's Lil because Marcel has been struggling. <laughs> yeah, Marcel's
2: been struggling. I mean, but personally like um I haven't really checked out the league yet. Like, Lagoon. That's, that's one of my, my best friends likes to call it. Lagoon. No, it's
3: Lagoon. No? Yeah. Okay.
1: Lagoon. No. Not,
3: not Lagoon. Anyways. Lagoon.
1: Lagoon. No? You gotta pause between each one. You have a pause? You're feeling. All right. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. So, no, yeah. So, I think, uh, you know. I'm gonna keep it on French, on the French league, on league one, because you know you you know people need to recognize that league, and it's also pretty interesting to see that there's PSG is not on top right now. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's just I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they're just waiting for the move. You know the move I'm talking about. Yeah, you know the move I'm
3: talking about. What, the, super the, super
2: the super team or Messi? The super team. Maybe that's what they wait for. You know what I'm talking
1: about? Yeah, you know. What so I'm what, about. you want them, Do you think they're gonna have a bad season, losing Buffet, and then get Richon and all of them and leave Messi?
2: Yeah, and then even possible Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos won't be too expensive to have him in the back line. Yeah, I guess so. So there's
1: that. What's all that's left Is get Buffon back back in power. I'm getting shivers. I mean, he's not even yeah. a starter anymore at Juventus, so he might as well just just go back. Just have him move. Uh, Gigi Buffon's going to be a uh, a coach a coach somewhere. Probably PSG because is probably going to get the Real Madrid job at this point.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, oh, so that's the game recaps. All right, so we're going to go ahead and go into my interview with Eli Lesser from This Week in MLS with Eli Lesser. Um, so really interesting interview. Um, I think it was really fun. He's a cool guy, um, and I, I think he he's very informative in the he's very uh, well informed in the MLS. So uh, go ahead and let's get to that interview. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys, with us is a very special guest. Um, I guess MLS reporter would be I guess is the right way to say it. Uh, host of this week in MLS, Mister Eli Lesser.
0: Hello, uh, thanks for having me, Hector.
1: Uh, no problem, man. So. We always start uh, our interviews with the same question and and that question is what got you into soccer?
0: Yeah so unlike a lot of soccer fans in general who start falling into love with soccer with the Premier League or Barcelona Madrid, I actually started with MLS. MLS was my first exposure to soccer. Um, My grandpa was a huge European soccer fan but when David Beckham came to the LA Galaxy. I'm from LA by the way. He wanted uh he wanted to take me to games and see him play. So that's my first exposure really to soccer and since then I've fallen in love with the league and the sport and I follow other leagues now but MLS has always been my main focus.
1: Wow, so so David Beckham got you into soccer. That is crazy cuz this is actually going to be episode 23. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's very ironic in its own way. So um uh, so that's unique though. We don't get many people that straight up just say that, that they initially started with MLS. Like MLS is what got them into it. Um, but here you are, you know. Uh, so are you an LA Galaxy fan or? or I
0: am a neutral fan now um, just because of me covering the entire league and also with the LAFC rivalry and how LAFC have treated me because they've treated me really well. I can't I can't just tell them I'm a Galaxy fan because then they're gonna hate me or something. Um, so I'm very neutral now. I don't root for a particular MLS team, but I am a Manchester United fan.
1: Okay, so you and Ever would, would would be very good friends because he's a Man U fan right now. Yeah, well, I mean he's always been a Man U. I don't know why I said right now, but um, but that's uh, that's really interesting. So I mean, I think that there's maybe one team that you do kind of troll a little bit, and that's maybe the San Jose Earthquakes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that comes from uh, that. That does come from the Cali-Clasico rivalry with the LA Galaxy. Um, I grew up disliking them <laughs> just because of that. Before I got into like covering MLS, I felt the rivalry, and uh, there was nothing more I wanted than for the Galaxy to beat the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, and you know, now uh, the San Jose Earthquakes try to continue that. Uh, they posted one of my Twitter takes. <laughs> Uh, when I said, oh, this team sucks, when they made the last seed of the playoffs, <laughs> they barely made the playoffs. Um, they posted my take, and then they threw it into a dumpster. Um, so that that kind of ignited me. And then I said, you, you guys aren't going to win a playoff match at all. And they didn't. They lost in pens. And it was a pretty pathetic penalty shootout. Uh, <laughs> they did not make a single penalty in that shootout. So I kind of won in the end. Um, but either way, I got free press from that, and it was great.
1: That's how you know you made it when you have like a club, you know, wanting to try to dunk on you and it kind of backfired on them.
0: (laughs) That's the first club to recognize me, but like the first to like say something or like use one of my posts or something.
1: So kind of going with your with your platform, I believe you just recently just started with a YouTube channel, but you've mainly been with Instagram, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I've been with Instagram since 2015. And I'm soon gonna launch my own YouTube show, so that's why I started uh, my own YouTube channel, and that's why like my Instagram videos are now popping up on YouTube as well.
1: Okay, that's really cool. So, what got you? What made you want to be an MLS reporter?
0: I always wanted to be a sports broadcaster from the beginning of time. When everyone wanted to be Spider-Man, Cinderella, I wanted to be a broadcaster. And I went to a broadcasting camp in 2014. And back then my main sport was baseball. I was a huge Dodger fan. I mean, this is an audio, but you can see me wearing a Dodger hoodie right now.
1: <laughs> um, just ignore then, the, the Astros banner that's over there. <laughs> just
0: doesn't okay, it's okay. <laughs> you know what? We finally got our ring. Um, but I I came to that broadcast camp the first day wearing my Dodger hat and a gray hoodie. And I look around the room and everyone else is wearing a Dodger hat and a gray hoodie. And I'm like, this is kinda cool, but it's also kind of weird. And throughout that week, I wanted to talk a little bit of soccer with some of the campers and no one knew anything about soccer. I was like, this is odd. So then by that next year, I returned to that camp and I had started this week in MLS and I was like, I'm going to be the MLS guy. I'm just, that's going to be my way to the industry. Um, It's a league that I want to be a part of because it has so much growth potential and I want to be part of that growth. Um, So that's how it really started and then since then, I mean, that's what um, all of what I do is become
1: I mean you definitely got quite the blow because I mean I believe you're you're almost at forty nine thousand followers on, on Instagram.
0: Almost. Um and it, it, it you did it, a really great job. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it it started slow and then around twenty eighteen it really picked up. I, I think I gained like twenty thousand followers that year and that was like insane. And that just is what really started it.
1: So what do you think was that that helped you blow up essentially?
0: Uh, definitely the content I used to post back then, which is content I wouldn't recommend posting now, Um, I used to post a lot of rumors and stuff, and that got me into a little trouble every now and then. Um, But then also, I would post little, little what I would call many articles, they were just long captions on Instagram, like profiling a player. And every now and then, a player would see it, and they'd like it, and they would like show it off and put on their story. And that's, I think, when the followings really started.
1: So what would you give to like someone that's maybe trying to either start up a YouTube channel or maybe trying to get to where where you are? Like what what would be that advice?
0: All you have to do is stay consistent. You have to like continue posting consistent. You have to find what what exactly you want to be posting, use that as your identity, and just keep posting it. Um, And if you, the more you post, the more people will potentially see your work and also the more people will come back to your work. You can't post some stuff for a few months and then take like eight months off because, oh, you didn't think it was working. Then you try to come back. Um, I've seen a lot of pages come and go during my time, but I think the reason why I've stayed put is because I've just kept posting.
1: I think that's a very good point. I think like, obviously when you're just starting you know, you're, there's probably like some frustration because you're not getting the likes that you're hoping for. Or you're you're just not getting that following that you would you would hope. But kind of like how you said, like you know, as long as you're consistent with it, you know, someone's gonna catch you and then they're gonna you know follow you through. And and that's where you know I think that's what kind of a lot of people maybe give up so easily is because they think that it's just gonna happen right away. When in reality, that's not how it works.
0: Yeah, I mean that never happens unless you do some something stupid to go viral. Um, that, that's the only way that would, you could be famous overnight. Um, but even like with my YouTube channel now, like I don't have a lot of subscribers, but the, the goal is to just keep uh, releasing videos because that will heighten my chances of my videos being seen in general. I mean, that's how everyone has to start.
1: Yep, you got to start somewhere. That's like, that's I think that's like the best way to look at it. Um, so I'm a Dynamo fan and I have been really like, not necessarily the most i mean aside from just having tab ramos i'm not necessarily that confident in the the organization itself but if you were able to make me have some faith in this team what would it be oh this is
0: the hardest question (laughs) i ever got i hate to be a debbie downer about the houston dynamo um well you guys got james harden as an owner if you could get him to shoot some soccer balls instead of some basketballs, maybe you guys got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's too busy in Brooklyn right now. But <laughs> I know. Um, but no, it, the things aren't the best for the Dynamo. However, if they could invest in the academy like FC Dallas has invested, I know you don't want me to praise FC Dallas.
1: Uh, no. I mean, I get it. I mean, even I've, I'm very I'm actually envious of, of the FC Dallas Academy. I mean they they get Weston McKinney, and and you know the best part we've had so far is Memo Rodriguez. So I mean
0: the best some of the best American soccer players ever come from Texas, like Clint Clint Dempsey's from Texas. So like if you guys could invest in the Academy, because it does seem like you guys aren't gonna be going after like the big name players, maybe big names from Mexico and South America, but not like the big European stars. So if you could, could invest in the Academy like FC Dallas does, ooh like you guys would put up a squad and even if you don't put up a squad, you'll put up a young and fun squad that makes a lot of money in the transfer market. Uh,
1: You know, and that's what I hope for at least with, with I think like, like I said, the only thing that like makes me feel positive is Tab Ramos. And I think it's just because of his approach with youth talent. He's
0: great. He's, he is one of the best coaches in MLS. I just wish he had a better team to help him. Um, But Memo, I actually really like Memo, and I think uh, he's going to have a big season if the 2021 season ends up happening, which hopefully it does. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you guys have some players. It's sad to see guys like Elisko, Minotasco, when they've been your guys' rocks for the past couple seasons. But at the same time, at least you guys made some money off it. Now it's all about what you do with that money.
1: Um, Unfortunately, I think they lost more than they gained from the Ellis. Deal, yeah. <laughs> but no, you definitely have a good point. Um, so, kind of, kind of going back with with the MLS, is what is it at least if there is a season to happen? What is there to be excited for, like coming up this season?
0: I mean, just more young American talent, because what we've seen over the past couple of years is first MLS was seen as like this retirement league when all the David Beckhams and Thierry Henrys came to the league. Then we became a league where. Uh, teams were looking at South America for the best talent, which I think we're still at, but at the same time, now like the academies are getting better and better, and we're seeing so many American youngsters going to top European clubs. And I think teams are trying to realize that and realize that that's the path to success, um, at least in making money more than winning, te- or winning championships. So that's that. Um, and I can't wait for the next generation of the young Americans to come. Which is weird because now every season seems like a new generation of young stars just coming up, and that's what's most exciting for me, at least, in MLS right now.
1: Okay. Um, do you have like a, a a prediction for this? I mean, obviously the MLS season is not it's not for like a few more few more weeks, but is there like a prediction that you think you can you can make for this coming season?
0: Yeah, the safest bet to say would be the Columbus Crew. Um, they they obviously won the 2020 MLS Cup. But they got better this offseason, adding Kevin Molino, who was one of the stars for Minnesota last season, and Bradley Wright Phillips, New York Red Bull legend. Um, so just adding those two guys to an already championship team, they're, they have to be considered the favorites um, to go back-to-back. Um, but in MLS, teams don't usually go back-to-back, so we really don't know.
1: Yep, I think only as far as I can remember, I know for sure, the LA Galaxy and, of course, the Houston Dynamo, but I know a lot of people like to throw an asterisk on that one.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, there are not many back-to-backs. Like you could say, like, D.C. in the first two seasons of MLS went back-to-back. Ooh, big deal. Um, uh, I think Houston might have won it back-to-back in a, a long time ago. But otherwise, yeah, teams don't go back-to-back, especially nowadays when the league is so so competitive. Every season, new teams rise old teams fall and just the Seattle Sounders will always make the MLS Cup.
1: So, but, um, yeah. So this is going to be my last question for you. No worries. Uh, The the one thing that we know for sure is that there's one final hump for people to finally, I guess, look at the MLS as a a true league. And I think it is obviously to win the CONCACAF Champions League. And so my question is, do you think, how close is is it for an MLS team to finally lift the CONCACAF Champions League?
0: Closer than we've ever been before. I think an MLS team can probably win it next year or in the next couple of seasons. LAFC's run this year beat
1: cable well we are too and that is why we want to tell you about fubo tv fubo tv is a streaming service that provides you over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract don't believe us click on the link on our link tree and you'll see the link that says fubo tv and we will hook you up with a seven day free trial just signing up for that seven day free trial will actually support not only internet mfc but unhand sports network as well indeed hey and champions league Champions League's coming up, so... It's a good time to sign up, honestly. It's a good time to sign up for that seven-day free trial, man. Yeah, just try it out.
2: I mean, like I said before, Hector's a big... uh, He's big on it. Personally, I would get it, but I just watch it with Hector, so...
1: (laughs) He's he's one of those people. Yeah,
2: like I would just be like, Hey, are you going to watch the game today? Oh, you are? Well, let me join you at your house.
1: Yeah, so... I am a customer of football TV. I love their service and it's just it's great knowing that if I'm if, if, if having any financial struggles or anything like that, I can cancel it anytime. time. But I don't because obviously I enjoy their service.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good
2: service. So. All right, were players of the week. All right, bro. So my player of the week is none other than Elling Haaland for coming up. What?
1: Who's apparently now being eyed by Man City, Real Madrid. Liverpool, PSG, PSG, and
2: maybe Barcelona.
1: Maybe Barcelona, and I'm sure Bayern Munich is they, looking <laughs> at it. They're the
2: ones that have the closest eye on him, so of course, he's going to be like, mm, uh, We need to replace Iwandowski whenever he gets. I'm going to still good, though. But Elling Halang is my player of the week. That dude there, freaking beast. Like, okay, so he scored, basically, it would have been a 2, I believe it was 2-1 lead, but because of a play that happened back in the penalty area, before the counterattack happened, before he scored, um, it was like a handball inside the penalty box. So, um, they basically, basically they they overturned that goal and then pushed it over to the penalty area, which, of course, you know, the other team scored. And I was like, oh, well, fuck you then, ref. But then Edling HaLang came to the rescue and he scored. I was like, okay. I was like, there you go. He was like, basically saying, "Hey, f you, ref, f you." I scored my goal, it Okay,
3: so
2: but but it was um, yeah, he scored the winning goal uh, against Paderborn, 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 and a three-two win. So I mean, I, I gotta say, dude, like that dude is cold-blooded, man. I mean, he's he's a beast. He's a the beast. The fact that Eric
1: putting him in as his player of the week at this point, it's safe to say that he's probably gonna be player of the year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, for me,
2: I mean, I'll have to count them and be like, hey. whenever we
1: do our end of the end of the year award show, it's probably, yeah. it's probably gonna be Erling Haaland by a landslide. I don't think anybody's. Yeah, I don't think I, mean, anyone, I don't think there's anyone close to him. No, I'm not, even,
2: not even Lewandowski was up there in my in my book, and Lewandowski is one of my favorite strikers.
1: Like, I think you maybe pick Robert Lewandowski, maybe like. Five times, maybe. Maybe, but, but. Erling Haaland, I think he's definitely the double dish. <laughs> yeah, he's
2: he's he's a legit damn badass player. Like he's legit. He's just cold, bro. But he's
1: good. He's gonna be great in a Real
2: Madrid jersey. But <laughs> <clears throat> oh, jeez, oh, I coughed off something bad. That that, that right there. <clears throat> yeah,
1: future future Real Madrid. Sorry.
2: <clears throat> yeah, right. I don't think so. If anything, they're gonna go for Mbappe. Why not both? No, they're not gonna go for both. You already know their playing style. They ain't gonna go for both. Why not both? Well, not maybe maybe, maybe both. they bring
1: back the four-four-two.
2: Nah, they won't. Yeah, they will not right now. Sure, they that's can. That's not the future. Sure, they can. Nah, sure they can.
1: No, maybe, they won't.
2: Maybe they go with three, maybe, in, the maybe, maybe three renew, in the back. Maybe, maybe they'll renew. they uh, his contract in Borussia. He might actually stay. Cause I don't, I don't see yeah, any that's striker. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't see any striker. You want to win
1: a trophy, man? Hey, He want to win a trophy? You never know, man. He's not winning a trophy in Dortmund. You never know. He's not.
2: He's close to it.
1: No, he's closing he, oh, it. trust me. Hey,
2: you never know. You never, know. you never know.
1: Closing it, dude. All right,
2: Hector. Who's your player of the week?
1: I'm nuts. Uh, <clears throat> My player of the week is Alexis Canelo, who scores a hat-trick in Toluca's 4-1 win against Mazatlan. 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 Oh,
2: yeah. I saw that. That was actually a damn good game for Toluca. Like, damn. Didn't Mazatlan just come up?
1: Um they they've been up now. Yeah, for a while. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's it's good to see uh Toluca win some games. Um, hopefully they're in the playoffs. Well they were in the playoffs last time, but you know. <laughs> very, very early exit. <sighs> but yeah. I mean it was unfortunate they had to play against Tiglis. But um but yeah, no, so so Toluca gets a big win and it's all behind Canelo. So you know, good performance for him. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations to Erling Haaland and Alexis Canelo for Players of the Week.
3: All
1: right, Edward. We're not previewing any games, I guess technically, um, because we are going to preview the Champions League round of 16 and the Europa League round of 32. So, Edward, my first question for you is where you want to go first? You want to go with Champions League first or go with Europa League?
2: How about we build up onto it? I would say let's go to Europa League first, and then we'll build up to Champions.
1: All right, sounds good. All right, Edward. So we're not going to go in in depth with these matches. One, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, but two, um, well, you know, we're going to be previewing these games at Unhinged FC. So make sure you guys be aware at Unhinged SN. So now we're going to hinge on Twitter and unhinged at Unhinged SN on Instagram. Be yeah. on the lookout for when they, when we drop our episodes at www.unhingesn.com for unhinged FC
2: do repeat that again uh,
1: www. unhinged
2: okay for a second I thought I heard www.com unhinged. and that's why that's why I had to repeat it no now not you know for my sake you know me and the names
1: names numbers you thought you thought it's, it's 600 1000 was half a half a billion. It's not that my <laughs> math is all off, man. You should know already. Oh my god, Spencer. Spencer had something to say to you. Oh yeah, man.
2: <laughs> math is not my strong suit. Give me something creative to do, not math.
1: But anyways, but yeah, so we'll be previewing Champions League matches. So we'll be dropping on match days, which is for those of you who don't really follow Champions League like that day. Tuesday and Wednesdays at com. So make sure you guys follow Network on hinge, on tw- uh, ne- and unhinged sports network at network on hinge on Twitter, or also follow us on Twitter as well because we will also be n- sharing when we're live. Uh, not only insert name FC, but also unhinged FC as well, um, so so you guys can see what me Edward and Kelsey have to say about these upcoming matches. Right, all right, man. So the Europa League, even though we probably won't preview Europa League in in unhinged FC, but. Here is the preview for the round of 32. Good God.
3: Yeah.
1: Alright. So here are the matches. Wolfsburg versus Tottenham. Mm -hmm. Dynamo Cave versus Club Bruges. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Real Sociedad versus Manchester United. Alright. Benfica versus Arsenal. Okay. Krevin Zaveda Mm -hmm. versus AC Milan. Right. Antwerp versus Rangers. Mm -hmm. Slavia Praha versus Leicester. Okay. Salzburg versus Villarreal. Braga versus Roma.
3: Something there. Yeah. No?
1: Okay. Uh, Krasnodar versus Dinamo Zagreb. Young Boys versus Leverkusen. Okay. Molde versus Hoffenheim. Granada versus Napoli. Yeah. Maccabi Tel Aviv versus Shakhtar Donske. Leo versus Ajax.
3: Nice.
1: Olympiakos versus PSV. Okay. And those are the matches that were. Well, I have to
2: say, the reason why I was saying, okay, or, you know, any little thing is because I kind of already chose, you know, who would win. But at the same time, it's like, damn, these matches are actually pretty good, you know, like being considering their Europa League matches.
1: So just from this group alone, what is the game to watch for you? The game to watch, honestly,
2: um, we were joking around about it but Real Sociedad versus Manchester
1: United. Two teams are kind of falling off in in their league tables, but maybe this is their consolation prize.
2: I mean, I hate to say it, but Real Sociedad seems a little bit more sturdy than Manchester United.
1: No, I agree with you. I just think the issue is just that the players for Real Sociedad are... And you can maybe throw in that same argument for Manchester United. There's a lot of young players in the team. And actually, I feel like we're we're exactly describing Manchester United as I'm Mm -hmm. saying this. And the players that they have experience are kind of up there in age. Yeah, yeah. and, and That's actually, the, that's literally Manchester United's part Yeah, of. yeah. So, I mean,
2: that's the game to watch, in my opinion. Uh, what would be your game to watch?
1: It's really, really difficult to say, to be honest. But I'm actually going to look at Lille versus Ajax. Okay. So, Ajax got eliminated from Champions League. But now they're going up against Lille. Lille has actually been having a really good season over in Ligue 1. They have. And uh, Ajax, I mean, is Ajax is Ajax. Uh,
2: isn't um? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Timothy Weah playing for Lille? Yep. And so, and Canadian sensation Jones and David. Yep. Yeah. So they're both they're both in there. So I mean, we can actually see them play right then and there against uh, Ajax. And Ajax is actually a pretty formidable, formidable team. So I mm-hmm. just it's it's it sounds like a good match as well. That was actually going to be like maybe my three my number. Honestly, my number two would be Tottenham versus Wolfsburg, but that's a whole another story. So, just uh even
1: though Wolfsburg, that's not the Wolfsburg that you're thinking of. That's not yeah, the... I know. That's <laughs> I was like, it's Dude. weird. You pick Wolfsburg just because you like the name.
3: Well, oh, you you kind of <laughs> do, yeah. <laughs> and, and,
1: and they they make it they, they you are right just off of the dozens <sighs> of reasons I to know, pick them. I
3: know, but
1: it worked. It, <laughs> it worked.
3: <laughs> it All right. Yeah. Anyways,
1: so in this, and I mean, I'm sure this is going to be a little bit difficult, but can you see an upset?
3: Upset? Mm. Okay,
2: so on this one, I want to say...
3: In the... Wow,
2: man, this is hard. See, that's what I'm saying. I was like, these matches are actually going to be good. But you know what? Um Salzburg versus Villarreal.
3: Salzburg's the
1: upset?
2: Yeah, like I think Villarreal might actually take
1: it. Oh, you think Villarreal? Okay, so okay, is the upset. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, like, are we Salzburg yeah, versus Villarreal? Yeah,
2: Salz- Salzburg, Salzburg could. But okay. Villarreal might actually surprise me.
1: Okay, them. so that's what I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, okay. I, okay, that's a, that's a, actually a good point. Um, For me, mm-hmm. uh, when I look at, at possible upsets, um, honestly, I think Olympiacos did, uh, beat PSV.
2: Okay, okay. That, that, I mean that's a, that's a good matchup too. I mean, um, PSV with with uh, Ajax being up top and stuff like with all the players that they have, they've kind of taken the light away from PSV. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I could see, I could see it happen. I can actually see it happen.
1: Yeah. So that, there is that. So, um, just kind of tell me right now who you, from seeing the round of thirty two. Who is your favorite to win the, the whole thing right now? Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you too. I'm with, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Tottenham as well. I think Tottenham. I mean, Kane's back. Kane's back. Kane's back. You got Son. Um, hopefully, we start. Maybe maybe the return of Ali. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Maybe. But I mean, this team is back. I think
3: uh,
1: they can make a make a at least a Champions League run. Yeah. For for the you know for for the EPL. But I mean, if they are hoping to win some sort of silverware this year, which they do need to do that, yeah. And I mean, Jose Mourinho has experience <laughs> in, in winning the Europa League.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, he did it with Man. It's kind of funny. It's just he's re- repeating the cycle. Yeah, that he did with Manchester United essentially. I think he's just
2: biting his time.
1: He's gonna. I, I feel. I feel like Tottenham has a really good shot. They have at, a, a good New shot. World.
2: Like honestly, Tottenham. I feel like Tottenham would be like.
1: And, then if, we, if, if and when were, you look at all the teams that, that didn't, you know, that obviously finished in third in the Champions League group stages, mm-hmm. there's nothing that like, like, oh my God, I'm scared. Like, oh, no offense
3: to matches United. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, it
1: wasn't like last year where you're like, holy crap, Inter Milan's here. Yeah. Which they did, I believe they did make it to the final. Yeah. Uh, but kind of like,
2: you, you know, know, those big teams, they, you know, they're not actually down there. Um, if anything, I'm surprised uh, Sevilla, you know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure Sevilla is very hurt knowing that they cannot win their fourth. <laughs> they're, they're, I'm just saying, though, but they were always a strong contender to be in that. But now they're in the, in the now they're in the round of six, which that's now a good segue to go to the round of sixteen of the Champions League.
3: Yeah, so, so good job, Edward. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> Segway!
1: So here are the games for the Champions League: RB Leipzig versus Liverpool, mm-hmm. Barcelona versus PSG, Ooh. FC Porto versus Juventus. Nice. Sevilla versus Dortmund. Oh. Lazio versus Bayern Munich. Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. Oh. Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Manchester City. Atalanta versus Real Madrid.
3: Yeah. Say something or are you just going to stay there? Well, I was just thinking. Um, well, okay, so
2: two or three of the matches, it's kind of like a clear winner. So it's kind of like, to me, it's just like, uh, you know, but you never know. With Champions League, there's upsets all the time.
1: All, right. all so, the time. To start thing's So, what is your game to watch?
2: My game to watch? Uh, Barcelona versus PSG.
1: Is this because of all the drama that's been building?
2: Ah, yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, this it's basically okay.
1: Let me put it this way:
2: as a Barcelona fan and as a Messi fan, it kind of puts Messi in the spotlight to see what he's gonna do, what he's gonna bring to this game alone. Because with all the talk about him going to PSG, with all the talk with PSGs going to you know swoop down and grab Messi, take him with them, he may. Be in secretive talks with them or whatever, his, his dad, his agent. But at the same time, it's like if he shows up and starts scoring, does assists and everything like that, it's kind of like what he, he's true to his word. But if he disappears, you know, kind of like how he does in the very beginning of the matches, where he just be like surveying around real quick and he'll touch the ball here and there. But then it just kind of stays the same way the whole game. It kind of it kind of k- kind of gets you a little bit where you're just like, damn, Messi, like don't go ghost on us, you know, like shit, show mm-hmm. up. So yeah, it, it's part of the drama, but it's like you got at that point you got Messi, Griezmann, um, Dembele. Right now he's been showing up against Mbappe, Neymar, and um, help me out here, help me out, Angel de Maria, de Angel de Maria. So it's kind of. It. Verati, yeah. So, uh, you got you got that. And so... Uh, Julian Draxler. Julian Draxler, yeah. Ironically, you're naming more PSG players than Barcelona Icardi. players. So, man, I'm not really concerned about Ricardy, to be honest with you. I'm more concerned with Mbappé. I don't know who, who's going to be able to stop him. If anything, I'm hoping Sergino Des has that speed to stop Mbappé. Mbappé has that speed, but he also no, has you, that You're going to have to him.
1: hope that Sergino Des can get back to... To where he was before his injury. I know, man. That's I hope I hope, he, I hope he's been struggling. He's been struggling bad. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you know, obviously for the sake of for for the U.S. fan base, obviously you want you want Sergino to be killing it right now. But yeah, I mean, you know, injuries happen, and unfortunately, he's he hasn't necessarily gotten fully back from that injury.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, for me, like the game to watch, um, I I mean, I have to say it's Sevilla versus Dorman. I
3: think That's a good is, one. I
1: think this is the game. I think when we when we mentioned when we reacted to the to the to the Champions League round of sixteen, I think that, that we both kind of this was the one that I said before, and I think it's just because like Sevilla looks really good right now. Um, I mean, Dortmund's kind of getting back into into the mix of things, even though they have had their their frustrations, and yes, they do have a obviously a new manager kind of right now. Um, so there's like a lot of Question marks with Dortmund, but I think uh, the the thing that I guess I guess you can say is if there's a time for Sevilla to to jump over this team, and it's not even that it's not really going to be an easy test because you still have Erling Haaland, you still have Jaden Sancho, you still yeah. have um, uh, Guerrero, um, you still have you know Thorgan Hazard, yeah. you have Marcos Royce, you have Giorena, you have good God, how many players does this fucking team have?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The the and they're they're more just keep showing up more young players just keep popping up.
3: Yeah, they keep their prospects are off the chain, bro. So, so it's it's
1: gonna be it's still a challenge nonetheless for Sevilla. Um, Sevilla is an efficient team. Yes, they can move the ball very well. I mean, they're the 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 three time Europa uh, Europa League final winners. But you know this this is Champions League now, and the 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 teams get harder. The challenge is is gets difficult. So can they do it? And I think they they can do it.
2: They can do it. They can do it. I mean, um,
1: I mean, Dortmund is definitely a big task.
2: Yeah. And I mean, Luke Jong, you got Luke Jong, you got um
3: Ciro Immobile. I think it's Immobile even like he's on the bench, you know. Immobile? For, Simo- for Sevilla. Immobile? Mm-hmm. You mean from Napoli?
2: Is he in Napoli right now?
1: Yeah. That'd be tripping. Bro. The Italian? Yeah, he's been in Napoli. Hold on,
2: wait, wait for my computer to download.
1: Suso. I mean, they have Suso. They have. I mean,
3: they Ocampo, have Rakitic. Yeah, Rakitic. So, I mean, they they do have like Lu- a, Lucas
2: Ocampos. Lucas Ocampos. I mean, they do have you know some some players there that also you know put some fear into them into certain uh, teams. But like you said, Dortmund has the I guess more in depth kind of players.
1: I mean, if there's and anything, also, if, it, if there's one thing that Sevilla probably has right now is maybe just some consistency at manager. Yeah. And so, with, with Lopateki.
2: <laughs> okay. But all right. So that's your game to watch? Yep. All right. And then what about your upset?
3: The upset. Oof.
1: Man. Um. You know what? I, I think I'm going to go with RB Leipzig over Liverpool. Wow!
3: <laughs> I know Kelsey, wow! No Kelsey
1: doesn't isn't going to be too yeah. too far here.
2: he's going to like, try to bring up all his facts. When uh, all, do the, Hinge, all the
1: all the all the Liverpool fans right now are probably just like, "Fuck you, Hector! You've never been right."
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, right now,
1: I just think I like what I'm seeing from RB Leipzig. Liverpool's kind of struggling.
3: Yeah, um,
1: not necessarily be going going into the right in the right state of mind right now to be for for um, for them. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, RB Leipzig. I mean, you know they 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 got they got to the semifinal last year. You know, obviously they want to they hope they can do better. I mean, they do still have a pretty good team, mind you. They they did that without Timo Werner. So just putting it out there. Putting that out there. Um and then obviously I'm you know I'm pulling from a boy Tyler Adams, but.
3: but okay, so I'm
2: looking at the list myself and I mean you're right. I have to agree with you on the opposite. I know nah no no offense to Kelsey, bro. It's nothing bad. It's just Liverpool somehow has kind of tripped you know, they've been tripping around. And so right now, maybe that's the focus. Maybe that that's why they haven't been doing good in the league. They're just trying to focus on champions. Who knows? Excuse me. But yeah, I want to say that would be the upset right there. All
1: right. So we're both in the green now. Who is your favorite? My favorite
2: to win it all? Yep. Atletico Madrid. Spence is probably gonna be happy hearing that one. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Oh, But yeah, I let go
1: my i hand. mean, you know, so you know, I kind of said this. I think I said this last week. I mean, obviously, the trouble's not happening because they're not in the Copa Day.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, which I guess that's gonna be Barcelona's consolation prize, at from what it looks like this year. Yeah. Um, to win, yeah, yeah, yeah. win the Copa today, right? Um, am just gonna figure something out because if they don't, if they if they can't win the Liga, then they're gonna have to make it definitely try to push for Champions League. Which is not necessarily an easy task right now for them. No, not um, with the teams that are on hand. Not with the team that they have right now at hand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, especially now with, um, especially with uh, Eddie Mil- uh, Militao being injured. Yeah. So that's a that's a big loss for them. Um, yeah, because they're basically playing under man. But <sighs> when I when I look at this, I mean, I said Atletico Madrid it looks like they're in a prime spot to really do things, but. Uh, I'm still with it. I think that Atletico Madrid could do it. I agree with you on that one, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go All different.
3: Right.
1: All right. Um, you know, we just saw Tom Brady win his seventh Super Bowl. Um, you know, now for him, you know, being 43 years old, and uh, I I think if there is a time to take advantage of a lot of teams, not necessarily living up to their living up to par for mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. I got to go with Juventus. All right. I think it's time to see an Italian team lift the Champions League again. And and it's and maybe it's a, it's an omen. I mean,
2: bear with me. Tom Brady won his
1: seventh, you know,
2: his seventh uh, Super Bowl trophy. Maybe it's time for Ronaldo, number seven, to, you know, win one right now with Juventus. Who knows?
1: How many Champions Leagues does he have now?
2: I have no idea. But I'm just saying, like, Cristiano Ronaldo's number seven.
1: Cause what, he had two with menu, right? Two with menu. Four with
2: mm, Real Madrid. Right? Yeah. So six. No, oh, what the hell kind of fingers do you have, bro? <laughs> Fucking,
3: you're
1: like,
2: you're I, worse than my I, kids.
1: Because I had the two the two from the <laughs> menu and then I put the four, that's why. okay. But um, but six, and maybe this could be his next So seven. weirdly enough, he's he's going for seven. Yeah. Yeah. With a different team.
2: Yeah, with a different team? So you see, you see, oh, 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 all of, all, everybody's going to be like, oh,
1: conspiracy theory. But yeah. I Spencer, mean, play the X-Files music. <laughs> well, if we don't have the, co- well, actually, no, if we don't have the cover, so play, the play
2: your own version. Play your own version.
1: There you go. Now. Okay, that's okay. That's good. Okay, maybe whatever. Uh,
2: But uh, yeah, but you never know. I mean, you're you're right. I mean, Juventus does have it just in general as a team. They have something to show up this time around. And it
1: would be crazy to have the (sighs) first American to win the Champions League.
3: Winston McKinney. That's awesome. I'm excited,
2: but we'll see. We'll see. There's there's still time. There's still there's still plenty of time. Obviously, this is
1: just a preview of what we think just now. Obviously, Juventus could probably lose to Okay, they're not gonna <laughs> lose the No. You,
2: lose. Never, know. you <laughs> never know. They could for all we know, we're wrong the about the upset. The fact
1: that I, I literally just read who they're playing and I <laughs> forgot who they were playing.
2: I could have told you that, but you know, that's why I was like, ooh, you're right. But we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. There's still time. There's still a lot of things that can happen in the time. But uh
3: we'll see what happens, man.
1: No, no, I totally agree. All right, man, reading is something that we should all be doing, but do we actually have the time to actually sit down and read a book? Well, if you are like me and Edward, then we do have the perfect solution, and that is Audible. Audible allows you to listen to books at your convenience. So if you guys don't believe me, go to audible com slash insert name f c podcast and start a 30 day free trial. And when you do that, not only will you be, you know, hooking yourself up with the opportunity to listen to a plethora of books right now. I am re-listening to American Sniper: The Story of Chris Kyle. Right. Um, but you know, see it for yourself. And when you do that, not only will you be helping yourself by reading some good books or well, listening to some good books to be more accurate, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC because Audible is actually an Insert Name FC. Um, yeah.
2: So. Check it out, then clicking on our link and trust me, it, it's 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 a good thing to do. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends, they do the whole, you know, uh, listen to books on audio. Um, they'll even post it on their stories. And some of them are like the uplifting books. A lot of them are like, this is what you can do to better your life, make it easier, etc., stuff like that. And I mean, hey, I mean, they are not disappointed. So I mean, they're 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 going to it. They keep switching books, and they keep. I mean, it's it it, it like it works as well like if you're stuck in traffic on the car ride home, you kind of feel down. Sometimes the music helps. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it makes it worse. And you just want to listen to somebody give you some inspirational stuff. You can go ahead and get the Audible. You know, get a book from Audible. dot com. So this is me.
1: All right, man. All right, three up, three down, man. Old tech.
3: Yeah, so old tech we grew up with, basically.
1: Old tech that we grew up with. All uh, right. So we'll kick things off with Spencer. And his three down is AOL Dial-Up Discs. <laughs>
3: Ooh. Yeah, I
1: remember those.
2: Dude, how many of those did you collect? I've, I've, a lot of times. Did I we... collect?
1: I mean, they just showed up on, my, on the mailbox. They showed
2: up in the mailbox. They gave them to us at school sometimes. You had no...
1: Re- like, we were just like... It was like the essential, of like... Of like uh, what was the ma- that the the fake credit cards that the, that you would get? Yeah, that's essentially what those AOL CDs were. That and and for
2: for all of our okay, let's put it this way: for all of our millennials listening to this who never experienced this
1: millennials,
2: okay, you know like or, you know we're
1: millennials. Okay, right?
2: Okay, let me rephrase that for all you young people, Gen Zers. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, oh, Jesus
1: Christ, every come on? We're we're millennials,
2: bro. I don't consider myself a millennial. I just consider myself a '90s kid. Period. Those are millennials. Well, I don't give a damn. All <laughs> right, shit. Anyway, um, so basically, these discs would be the okay. So you know how a lot of times you get the Xfinity things talking about, oh hey, we're gonna give you free internet if you sign up for, you know, you know, for for this certain price at a discounted price in the mail. You get those letters. You get. Postcards sometimes, Sfinity, ACT, whatever, whatever have you. Back then, since AOL was basically one of the few companies that had internet, which was called dial up, they would actually send you disks for you to install the program on your computer. And then you could try it out for seven days, a month, I think uh, was the most that you could do. And a lot of people, what they would do is they would install it, use it for that amount of time, then Re uh uninstall it, then reinstall the new disc because it had a new password, and then they would use those seven days, seven days, seven days, seven days, seven days. days. Kind of like um, I guess you could say, the Xbox Live cards that come in the little packs for three months, especially mm. the Grand Theft Auto ones, or even PlayStation Network, you get the one month kind of <laughs> extra extra month for free. Um, but yeah, so you would put in the code every other time, in order for you to get that free internet, and a lot of people would abuse it. <laughs> they would use it so much like a lot of people had just stacks of disks, stacks of them. Because sometimes, sometimes, and, and this is, sounds so stupid, they would go to other people's mail- mailbox and just take them and take them, take them, take them because there was no barcode specific, specified for whatever. It just the residence for whoever. So yeah, I could understand why Spence would hate that shit. That shit would just pile up in the mailbox if you didn't check your mailbox.
1: Yep, exactly. Alright, so number two. The ability of not being able to save game data on Sega Genesis, but the Nintendo had it. So what he's referred to is obviously the memory cards. Yeah. Um, Sega Genesis, did that?
2: I think no. Sega Genesis, you could save, but you had to get to a certain checkpoint in order for you to save in the cassette itself. The only thing I can think of that he's talking about, maybe the Sega Dreamcast. The Sega no, he,
1: Dream... said, he said Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis.
2: Damn, I'm surprised no, the
1: cartridge being, No, no being unable to save games. So I mean, cuz I know for sure when we, with Super Nintendo you could save
2: it in the cartridge.
1: You could save it in the cartridge?
2: Yeah, you didn't have a memory card until the GameCube came out. Um No, the Nintendo 64. Oh yeah, no, well the memory the memory pack, remember? The shit that came in the system itself. So technically, the system itself saved it as well.
1: In in, in the, the N64. In it, no. Yeah. No. No? No. Really? You had to have a memory card.
2: I remember it was called the memory pack, like on the in the in the console itself. You know, it had that little the that memory l-
1: pack that you in, hooked up to your controller. Mm-hmm. Remember, there was a little slot in, in the back. Yeah, there of was control? a
2: slot in the controller, yeah. but remember inside no, the system itself. That was, was the that's where you put the memory then what, card. Then what was that in the system? That little red pack that was in front of the console. The red pack in front. Of- yeah, that was uh, to me. That was that's the where you. You mean where you put the game in? No, 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 no. In front of that. There was a little tab. You would open the tab and inside it was a little memory. I promise, bro. That's why when you're saying that you had to install it, the only thing that was that was for was when you played Pokemon Snap in the N64 or the Rumble Pack. That's what I remember. Then mm-hmm. then the memory I itself mean, was I in the game. I actually
1: had an N64. Remote. I know.
2: That's how I know. Because uh, there was a time where I, we popped it open just to see what it was and it turns out I think it was a memory pack.
3: The expansion pack. Mm, Yep.
1: Yeah, but the memory card is what you put on your controller.
3: Let me see. Hold on. For
2: anybody wanting to know about more of this, please send us a message or teach us a lesson. Because
3: maybe I forgot completely. And there's all this awkward silence with (laughs) typing.
1: I'm trying to tell you, man. That red thing. Let me see. Ha! Ah, wait, let's see. Expansion. Uh-huh,
2: yeah, the expansion pack. 64. 4, 4, come on. Load quick. Expansion pack for N64. Memory expansion pack for N64. All the systems came through with that thing inside it.
1: The expansion pack will enhance the graphics and play quality of these games, but it is not required to play. Oh. Never mind, then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the guy
1: that had a freaking Nintendo sixty four could tell you that the memory card was the thing that you hooked up to your freaking controller. Like I said,
0: bro, I
2: swear to God, I could have sworn you didn't have one.
1: I, 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 swear. Had, I didn't have a memory card. I yeah. had the expansion pack. Oh, but I'm saying, like, I know, I. I it came like, with the game, the console. No, exactly,
2: it came with the console. But the
1: that... memory card you had to buy separately.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, I could have sworn. Well, you had to buy them separately. PlayStation One and sixty four. Hell, the Xbox. Yeah, I think you. You,
1: you, but you had to put the memory cards in the co- like. You actually hooked it on the console. Yeah, And Nintendo Sixty Four. You hooked it up through your controller.
2: Well, the Sega Genesis, I guess, according to Spence, didn't have one at all, so you had to literally beat the games in one sitting.
1: So yeah, so there is that. Damn. All right, number one, Laser Discs, not CDs. Way different when we couldn't download a single off an album and had to be subjected to purchase of the whole shitty album for the one or two fire songs. Damn, just damn. Um, I've never had. I honestly, later this, so. I will say this: like, I actually kind of miss CDs. And and it was just because, like, you yes, if you were to buy an album, you had to, you know, because just because of one song, you kind of had to like by the buy whole the whole way. album. Yeah,
2: you couldn't just go buy one. So, and so,
1: like. What I liked about it was obviously because you listen to the other songs that are in the album, the, the songs that don't get featured on the radio or don't get a music ma- a video made for it. Or like um,
2: when you would buy like an Eminem album or the Nelly Country Grammar and everybody wanted it just for Country Grammar or EI or the other songs, but then you would get the intro, batter up, you know, you get all these other songs that you really didn't know, even the outro. Um, you know, you it, it was like kind of a different thing because you don't really get that now with intros and outros um uh, explanations to okay this next song is like this, 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 and this, and they started doing like a voice recording or something. Eminem still, you know, he still did it um recently with the um his skits? No, 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 no. Like yeah, his little skits and stuff, but he did it recently with that uh with the al- album of the ringer, with the ringer in it. <sighs> What's it called?
1: The yeah one... it's the last album he dropped.
2: Yeah. So he kinda he kinda he kind of did that he still brought it kind of back to old school where there was one song where it was like paul was talking to him or something like
1: no no, no no i i mean i get what you're saying but i mean it, like i said it's just there's something about like albums like i mean okay i'm not gonna say that i'm really good at doing this because i'm really not but whenever a new album drops like for, of, a, of an artist that i like I, it's not like i just listen to every new album comes out yeah um uh, but whenever an artist that i like like whenever they drop their albums i usually I try I don't I don't think I'm gonna do it, but I try to like when the album drops, like listen to the whole album. Yeah. Just to like, you know, see what songs I like from it and all that or like, you know, figure out if the album's trash or not. Right, right, right. But um I don't really I'm I'm once again I'm gonna say this. I didn't I don't really do a good <laughs> job of it. Um honestly if there's like if there's a, somebody a a band that I will say that I'm really good at making sure listening to their album when it drops. Probably Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, um, but that's just because I'm a I'm a big Avenged Sevenfold guy. But um, but yeah, aside from like, because everybody's always like, man, hey did you listen to did you listen to this album? And you're like, uh, I'll I'll listen to it eventually. And then you don't. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much. Um. Okay. So.
1: And then if I hear the songs, it's like just because it, it's like on shuffle of like a radio that I'm right, listening right. On one of the radio stations on the on Spotify
3: Pandora or Spotify. All right. I get
2: you. All right. So to reiterate, Spence's bottom three is the AOL startup disks, the ability of not being able to save game data on Sega Genesis and the LaserDisc, not CDs. So
3: all right. I
2: mean, I mean, do you want to go or I go?
1: I'll go first. All right. Um, all right. So at number three, um, phones that didn't have color ID. All right. So, I mean...
2: Well, you had to buy the... Sep- the caller ID came separate the from the phone caller ID company. came
1: separately. But then, obviously, you bought those phones that, that, that had, did, it that had built the in. caller ID built but in. But you know
2: what's funny? You didn't realize this, maybe, back then. You could get the phones with caller ID on them, but I think you had to pay a little... Maybe $6 for your phone to actually get the names and stuff passed through.
1: No, no. But, I mean, that's not the point. The point was just, just the, the fact that sometimes... the. There's like you know, there's like the scams or or yeah. just people that you don't want to like talk to. Well, back then
2: you didn't really get too many scams like how they do now.
1: Oh yeah, no, no for sure. Especially when you get that 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 phone call from like a phone number that looks almost identical to your your phone number. Yeah, you're like okay, this is a fucking scam.
3: You're like what the well, hell?
1: Now now your your phone does is like tells you it's like a spam risk.
3: Yeah, scam, scam, scam actually. Or yeah, so so I think unknown. You're just like yeah, no. It,
1: it, I think that's interesting. But anyways. No, just the whole fact that, like, now, like, you know, back then you had to, like, just pick up the phone and just, you know, hello. That's uh, the one thing I will say about, yeah. About, like, you know, caller ID was such a game changer. Oh, yeah, it was. So, man. so Shoot. just there's, a, cause also, like, not only that, but, like, um, if you don't remember someone's phone number, you just, you know, look, do your caller oh, ID. Your call ID.
2: Or hey, it was funny because then you'd, like, when your parents would be like, go pick up the phone. And then you're like, okay. And then you go and you look at it and you see who it is. It's oh, my, it's me, Tia. So then, like, okay, I'll pick it up in the room. And then fucking yelling through the house and shit. Like, that. I kind of miss that.
3: But yeah, so, so
1: number three, color uh, phones with no color ID. Right. Uh, number two, um, I will say, not, <laughs> uh, TVs that didn't have a remote.
2: Damn i talking about like maybe way back in the day. Yeah. The fucking turn off shits.
1: Not turn offs, but I mean, no, just like, oh, shit, we don't know where we can't find the remote. So you have to oh. you like go poke there, at the TV. Poke the TV. Well, it's worse now. Oh, and the TV that I had as a kid didn't like, remember, I did like use a screwdriver. Oh god, launch, yeah. To change the which, channel to channel three, safe, whenever not safe. By the way, yeah, that, not safe. By the way, sometimes
2: off. sometimes a button will go pressed all the way in, so it would start changing channels automatically. Yeah, and you're just like,
1: ah. or like next, thing I'm like, change, I'm like, increase you're the to, volume instead yeah, of like going down.
2: Yeah. So it was like, oh shit. Sometimes it would pop up the menu, and you're just like, ah, damn it. But I don't remember that. Yeah, I could, I, I could see that. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. I
1: mean, oh. it's funny too because you're, you're 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 always being told as a kid like. Don't don't stand so close to the TV. So so, and when you're like changing the channel, yeah. you're literally like standing close to Next the TV. Thing you know, your mom sees you. You're like, "Hey,
2: what did I tell you?" You're like, "I'm changing the channel, man." <laughs>
1: do do you want to watch Salvador Gigante or not? <laughs> uh,
2: no. Um. There was this one time we had the old TVs like that, and we had lots of remote. Mom was like, well, Because it's so little. I was like, "All right, I got you." When fries was big. This was when Fry's was like big, massive, like everybody wanted to go to Fry's just to get their electrical shit. Um, So I bought one of those. Gi- I don't know if you remember. I bought one of those giant TV remotes with the big ass numbers. I'm like, here, mom, so you don't lose it. So that thing was like huge. That thing yeah, was like remember, maybe, maybe like a now. foot, a foot and a half tall. That. Yeah. So she just laughed at me and I was like, hey. And then she's like, one time she's like, I lost her remote. I was like, how do you lose something that big? Like, damn. Like, but it was there in the couch, like, in the middle of the cushion. You could literally see that shit sticking up. So I was like, hey, look, it's right there. We pulled it out, and guess what? The old old remote was there. And I was like, hey, look, the original remote is here, too. She's like, oh. I was like, yeah. yeah," But I get you. I get what you mean, man. So what's your
3: number one?
1: My number one... I'm gonna have... It's it's like... I don't think people are gonna like this one. Uh Oh. As much as I love the Game Boy... I hated that I had to change the batteries out. Uh when, I mean, when you when thinking, you were able to char- like the fa- when you were able to charge your portable games or like the chargeable batteries, yeah. that was a game changer for me. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just kind of like or like if like maybe you don't have uh you don't have any more batteries, like maybe you just there's only like Because, uh-huh. like the thing was the, the the Game Boys, like the Game Boy colors, yeah. they took three double A batteries. Right. So like, you know, at one point you're not gonna have like the same amount, or you would have to like. They
2: took three. I think they took two. They
1: took three,
2: damn. Mm-hmm. damn. I don't
3: think so. But yeah, I they took two. No, they took three. Oh, all right. You want to? You want to challenge this again too?
2: No, because I remember the old Game Boy. The old
3: Game Boy took,
1: um, took because the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance took two.
3: Yeah.
1: But the the game like the Game Boy Colors. Yeah. That that one took
3: three. That one took three. Damn. I don't think so. But all right.
2: Um. Yeah, I can see where you're talking about. Like, yeah, that shit was... I don't know how many times I'll take the batteries out then of the if remote. You don't, yeah, you would take batteries out of the remote. And then my mom would be like, hey, what happened to the batteries? Oh, I got them right here with me. Oh, I don't know where they went. I thought you had." Fucking make up an excuse just so you don't have to take out the batteries on your game. Ah, let me say the then game.
1: Because then if not, then you're like, you're literally going like days without getting oh, playing on the game because you couldn't
2: Especially if you played you the Pokemon the, games, yeah,
1: because uh, you didn't ha- you didn't
2: go to the store to go. Nah, you, I mean, we were blue back then. We the fuck, where the fuck were you we gonna go?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, so it was just one of those things where, as much as I love the Game Boys, it sucked when you had to like replace the batteries. Yeah. All right. So to reiterate, your bottom three. My bottom three, um, phones that didn't have color ID. Right. Um, losing the remote. Losing the remote. Well, TVs would, that had no remote. That had no remote. Right. Right. Um, and then number one. The Uh, Game Boy, the Game Boys, basically with the battery, right?
2: All right, okay, okay. All right, so my number three, I kind of have to piggyback on Spencer's deal, but it's cassettes, because whenever you put them in the in the cassette player and stuff, you know they would go, they would play, they would play very nice and stuff, um, you know, uh, but then after a while playing them so much, especially especially with my parents. We left the cassettes in the radio so that shit would toast up and heat up all of a sudden you'd be like, rrr, 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 rrr. and then when you try to reject it all the fucking tape thing was like stuck in there and then we had to t- take it out and everything bro that was a pain in the ass and then if they really like that song or they really like that music like that old school salvadorian cumbia music that they used to have on that i'll be honest i could jam to it now But back then i was like oh my god why is this shit playing all over again and then when they it was flip the same it, songs. It was the same songs over and over. And they would flip it. Oh my God. But yeah, I hated the cassettes. I'm so glad we moved on to CDs and now it's MP3s and all that stuff. Like, you know, different kind of files. Now you're just
1: hooking up your, your phone to a Bluetooth speaker.
2: Oh yeah. Pretty much. But um but yeah, so number three was cassettes. Number two, um on that, I have to say that Apple computers back in the day. The Macintosh? The Macintosh computers. Not even the ones that had like the colorful ones, but like the ones that you start up and you just hear you're like, I can't make the noise. But you what, would hear, what the fuck? But you, you could hear the little like inside the computer itself and you're just waiting for the screen to load and it's like you didn't even have the Windows thing. It was like like a lot of Man. letterings and stuff.
1: Now, now that you now, mentioned the the what was what were the what those Apple the Apple
2: computers the Apple computers yeah
1: the ones that like you get like the blue one or the or the green one yeah but they they
2: all they did was have one C E drive that was it I don't even think it even had a USB port at the time it was all just mouse nah, and nah, keyboard yeah that was, uh, and then it, the memory was built in so I because
1: think... the the mouse and keyboard they actually had like a a specific connection yeah. It wasn't a USB port yeah it was
2: like if I remember correctly. The mouse had like a circular one, and so did the keyboard. It was like a circular thing. Mm. So it wasn't any, oh, you could use any universal keyboard and shit. No, these were like, you had to like specifically, you for- had to specifically buy one that was specifically for the computer of that kind of style. So if you bought an Apple, you had to get an Apple computer or Apple keyboard. Uh, if you bought a, uh, like, let's say a Windows computer or a PC, you could get any keyboard that was PC, but you couldn't get a, a specific one that was like an older model. So, for example, if you've got like an older keyboard, you can install it. Like right now, you could get an older keyboard because it's a USB port. Maybe it's a 1.0, 2.0. You can install it even on a 3.0 and shit, but USB import, port. But, you know, back then, no, nah, that shit didn't happen. But yeah, those computers, bro, it's so slow. Um, They only took floppies, no CD mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. and it was black and white. And the fucking Asteroid screensaver, if you remember. Oh, oh man. fuck. I mean, that, that shit fucking caused seizures sometimes at certain people. But yeah, that was my number two. Those fucking... Oh, golly. And then my number one, maybe I'll get hate for this, maybe not. So I'm going on to the Walkmans or even cassette players.
1: But the, the headphones.
2: The headphones for those, they have a little fuzzy shit.
1: Oh, and, the ones that got caught on her hair.
2: Yeah, like they were basically like they had like a little steel little mm-hmm. thing here, looks like a fucking braces retainer shit, but over your head, and then the little fuzzy headphones. Because sometimes they were good at first, but then the, I guess with the wear and tear, they started fading away. And sometimes the little the little fuzzy shit that would make it comfortable for your ears would just peel off, and then next thing you know, you're just here listening to plastic. You 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 would hear music and basically. If you didn't have the good headset or the good kind of Walkman, uh, uh, well, discman, or even the the cassette player, the the headphones themselves wouldn't give you bass. They wouldn't give you. You had the little button. I don't know if you remember. You had the little button that said, "Oh, increase bass or increase volume, whatever." And now, like nowadays, you can just do that shit. Click, 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 real quick. But yeah. So, I mean, that's my that was my number 1 the headphones. So, to reiterate, my bottom 3 is the cassettes. Um, number 2 is the computers back in the day, number 1, the headsets for the Walkmans or Discman.
1: Okay. All right, man. So, the three up for Spencer is number 3 payphones.
3: <laughs>
1: no, I mean, no, they yeah, they were pretty convenient I mean They like, were Yeah, I mean, not. Well, they were convenient if you had spare change in your pocket, which I think the the the, the greatest mind fuck was when you like when you hang up and you hear and you say you think that there's like maybe some change like that fell out yeah. and it never does. Yeah,
3: that's true. And,
1: and but yeah, so no, yeah, payphones um I think well, I don't think you ever see I don't think they're they're out there anymore.
2: There's a few, but they're really rare. Um if anything um I think like Japan or somewhere over there in, in over the over over in Japan, they have like those payphones, but you can use your card to use them. Here they still haven't done some stuff like that. I believe. I'm not sure. Not hundred percent sure.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Number two, rotary dial phone. Okay. I I
3: okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say okay. Like
2: I feel like it would take a long ass time to dial. Phone I think
1: and- it's just cause it's cool because you're like <laughs> Yeah,
3: so I mean,
2: but, uh, for all you kids out there trust me the dialing wasn't just one button or stuff like they literally would use the fucking rotary phone and that shit would take a while like the time it takes to dial like you know a friend's phone number just to type it in can you and even, the name when
1: you're dialing someone's number next to you you're getting a phone call oh, God. <laughs>
2: yeah that, that shit I don't think it would, the phone call would go through with those phones I think call waiting hadn't been a thing yet when the rotary phone came out so, I think you could just dial it as long as you left it on on off it's a uh, off its shit, off yeah. its a little thing. But
1: yeah. Okay. All right, and number 1 beepers. Side note, I had a purple Motorola I kept for years.
2: <laughs> wow. I remember everybody thought everybody thought they were so cool back in the 90s, beepers. For for everybody who don't know what a beeper is, it, it's like Let's just put it this way. People who would carry their cell phones around their, their belts, like Dwight Schrute, but it was a beeper. Basically, somebody would call that thing. It would start beeping. It would give you the phone number they called you, and you would just call that phone number back. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So it was kind of like getting a text message, but just a very annoying one. Because then you have to find a pay phone if you weren't at home or something. But Or, just,
1: thing- or just find a phone. Because mind you, there used to be a time where... You could go into a business like, "Hey, can I use your phone?"
2: Yeah, sure. Why not? Here, so, uh, And And then be like, "Oh, is it a long distance call?" At times, sometimes it'd be like it's a long distance call because my phone doesn't dial out there, you know. But nowadays, you know, shit, and everybody has a phone.
1: Everybody has a cell phone nowadays. Yeah. So yeah.
3: So
2: to reiterate, his three up. His number three is payphone. Number two is a rotary dial phone. I don't even know if I said it right. Rotary. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number one is beepers. Alright, Spence. You had a weird one. But <laughs> a weird one. Yeah. Um, all right. What about you, Hector? What's your top three?
1: Uh um, my top three. So at number three, um I'm gonna go with the Nintendo sixty-four.
2: Nice. It nice. was
1: um I guess you can say essentially that was my first my first personal con- console.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it was like a birthday present for me from, from my from my parents. Um and then I remember just Playing, I think what was the first, Super Smash Bros was like the first game I had. Super
2: Smash, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country. I think you had Mario. I think not exactly. No, Mario I didn't so.
1: have. I had Mario Party. Oh yeah, you had Mario Party. But yeah, so um, I got fucking so good many, at Super Smash Bros. Though. So many legendary games, man, from from that from that console itself. Because yeah. Golden Mar- Mario Kart Mario, Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Golden so, so many good games. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Donkey Man, dude. I w- I would love if they were to bring back the Donkey Kong games.
3: Yeah. Uh, they
2: will. Probably, they probably have some few in the Switch. I
1: have to look at. But I mean like like Donkey Kong 64 or like, uh, Donkey, uh I, think, I think they, Super have, Super they have it Nintendo on the Nintendo
2: Donkey. store. Like if you have to go online and download it, and I think they may have it, you can play it on the Switch. They have a lot of those games, bro. Mm. Yeah. So I'll check it out and I'll let you know. Okay.
1: I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Oops. so Nintendo 64 uh-huh. Um, is my number three. Number two,
3: right.
1: um, um. number two, I, okay, this is because I was I was younger, did, did sleep with a nightlight. Okay. But it was also kind of convenient because, you know, like it'd get really dark and I got to go pee and, you know, I didn't have to like trip or anything because, you know, I had nightlight. bumping all over the place. Yeah, you know. so I had nightlight. So, yeah, I so, mean, I, but I was that kid that slept with a nightlight. When, side
2: note, because I didn't sleep with a nightlight, my pinky toes, both of them, are probably lodged in my body in a very wrong way because I kept hitting the door frames or the walls or something like that.
1: So,
3: yeah, that sucked.
1: Yeah, so uh, nightlights, very underrated. Y'all can make fun of me as much y'all want, but yes, I did sleep with a nightlight when I was a kid. Um, Eventually, obviously, eventually I didn't. I stopped. <laughs> in
2: the 12th grade. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know.
3: I'm just joking. It's a joke. I think it was like
1: middle school that I stopped using nah.
3: the the, the nightlights. Yeah.
1: Um. And then number one. Hmm. It's like it's, it gets really tricky at this point. But really? No, not really. Um. Well, cable. Uh, cable. Was, <laughs> cable. Yeah, that that was fun. Dish, dish f- cable. So, oh. so I mean, we had we had satellite and we had dish. Uh, which, I mean, they were cool, too, but um, cable, it was that, like, even when it rained, like, it wouldn't affect it. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't affect it because it still affects it in some way, but... Not as bad as Dish. Not as bad as Dish. And and what I what I remembered uh, of it was... So the first time we had cable, um, I remember it was in the summer, and me and my brother were just flipping through channels, just finding whatever, whatever the cable had, and, uh, we were watching, we, we just got stuck on Food Network and that whole summer we were just nothing, watching nothing but Food Network. <laughs> and, uh, specifically the show was called Good Eats with, uh, Alton Brown. You mm-hmm. know his name? He was like this, like, scientific nerdy guy that, like... He basically breaks down, like, the food. The science of, of food, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how we got into, that was... That was was just weird how like the yeah, I was like, Man, I literally spent the whole summer watching Food Network. Yeah. (laughs) But it was actually an entertaining summer.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean I bet. So to reiterate.
1: Reiterate uh, the Nintendo sixty four, night lights, and cable.
3: All right. Um here's
2: my top three. My top three kinda have to chase you a little bit. My the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. That was to me the best system out there. Hell, I, was, I still play the emulator on the Switch. Some of the games are still on there. And uh that that shit to me was awesome. Christmas parties were basically, that's what it was for me. Everybody was out there, remember? And then we'd just be playing Super Nintendo in my room or even the room. Everybody else was just doing whatever the fuck they wanted. But yeah, Super Mario World, hands down. That, by far, is my childhood right there. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam! You know, so it was it was awesome i mean it was awesome but yeah super nintendo uh number 2 um the how do i say this okay so i guess you could say in the car if you had a cassette player only
1: the 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 aux cord
2: yeah basically technically how the aux cord is now or even the Bluetooth, but back then, if you only had a cassette player in your car, which in my family, legit, I was the first one to have a CD player in my car. Mind you, I got my car, my my second car, in my second car, my sec. Oh no, take it back. My the first Accord I had had the six CD changer in the trunk. So technically, I was the one that first got CD player. My dad still does not have a CD player. <laughs> The CD
1: changer, man. Oh, my God. So,
2: so hold on. Well, if you had the cassette player, you could buy the little cassette for like 15 bucks, 20 bucks, and then get the cord and then put it into your disc, man. If you didn't have a CD player and then you would just listen to it, like if it was a tape going. So at times, you'd be jamming so hard stuff. And then you would like finally when the song was over and it was about to switch over to the next song, you hear the tape going. Because there was no there was no roll in the tape. It was just reading off of that little metal thing that it had on the sides, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was just reading off of there. So it was just doing mm-hmm. that. But that's basically my number two. So if Spence hears this, I know he knows what I'm talking about. Like that. Tape, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Please. You know what I'm
1: talking about. All right, yeah, but um, I, I rode in that car before. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, Jesus Christ. How over? How, how, what, what Fuck. Like- it feels
2: like it's been forever, dude. So that's why uh, it was fuck. literally high school. Damn. Yeah, high school.
1: Fuck. Over ten
3: years, man. So, fuck,
1: bro. yeah. God, damn, we're old. <laughs> no, okay. Shit, I was supposed to have a high school reunion. <laughs>
2: like, <I> just... <laughs> they talked about that shit in twenty seventeen. For me, I didn't. I don't think anybody responded. I
1: remember, well, I mean, it was twenty twenty, but <laughs> but, it's just, it's but like, yeah. Wow. So
2: then, I number, now my number one, my number one. It's the, um okay, so this is going to sound so weird to certain people, but my number one is going to be the, um, <laughs> the garage, the electric garage door opener. That changed my life. Instead of having the manual one to go to, okay, so basically, I grew up in a house where basically we would have to open the garage door mm-hmm. manually and lock it manually until maybe when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. My parents decided to put one side garage to open electrically with the remote and everything. And one garage was still manual. One day the lights went out. So I was like, fuck, I was like, the thing doesn't work. And then I had forgotten my keys. And you know, a lot of times, whether you forgot your keys or I forgot my keys, like we'd be just chilling at each other's houses. But that time, I think you weren't home yet or something. And so I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to get home somehow, some way. And then luckily, I jimmied our lock. And I was I was like, think I was in middle school. And I jimmied our lock from the, from the garage door opener. And as I popped it open, I didn't know we had sheetrock on that side. So then it just, pff, just fell all out. And I was kind of grateful that, of course, the garage door opened. But sheetrock was heavy as fuck, mind you. I'm a scrawny ass little kid and shit. Fuck, I can't live that shit by myself. I left that shit there. The longest time. I left that shit there until my parents got home. I just fucking closed it on top of the sheetrock and fucking just locked it. But I was so grateful for having an electrical garage when the lights, you know, are are not. Because I hated opening the fucking garage. Whenever I would okay. When I would ride with my mom, I would have to open the garage manually. My me. She'd be like, hey, can you? go outside real quick. And I'm riding with my mom. I'm a little kid. And she's like, hey, can you open the garage? I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, click, unclick, and then opening it up. Little scrawny ass kid. Then she puts her car in the door. Ever since then, we discussed of having electrical garage. opener. So that changed. And even now, it changed my life because now I don't have to use the front door and I just go right in, close the garage door, boom. I'm already. I mean, that's up. your
1: solution for everything too. Whenever, Oh co- yeah. Whenever I come visit, it's not even. Hey, bro, you guys I'm.
2: A- hey, bro, I'm outside. Okay, clink. I don't even have to go outside to meet this dude. I'm just like clink, and it opens no, up. He yeah, just walks in.
1: They, when I say they use, they use that, that 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 garage door. That's what I'm saying. They that use the that changed
2: my life. Like we don't even use the front door. Fuck the front door. Yeah, the they- front door for us is the garage.
1: <laughs> yeah, the fr- yeah the garage is the front door. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. No, it, that's really how it is. And what's funny, um, cause I remember there'd be days where I didn't have the keys to my house. Cause we, you know, me and Ever were latchkey kids Yeah, uh, growing up. So yeah, for those who don't know what a latchkey kid is, it's a kid that has their own set of keys to the house. They yeah. latch the keys on the kid. That's yeah. what they call it, the latchkey kid. So I mean, maybe to maybe now people probably see that as a bad thing because obviously, you know, you're home alone. Um, and maybe some people call that as irresponsible parenting, but it was just the fact that our parents worked. Yeah. Um. So, and we were just happened to be the first ones home. Yeah. So that's kind of how it was that we, you know, we just. Instead of chilling outside, waiting but, for our parents to chill. But the off. rules were obviously, as soon as we get in, lock the doors and then just don't answer the door for anybody.
2: It's like, don't answer the phone and don't answer the door if it's not us. That's why we had caller ID. What's up?
1: But yeah. So, no, yeah, that's a good point. So to reiterate yours. My, okay. Super
2: Nintendo, uh, number three, Super Nintendo. Number two was the cassette. X slash auxiliary cord. Then um, my number one was Electric Guard Garage
3: Door Opener. So there you All
1: go. Alright, right. so that's the show. Uh, we want to give a shout out to um, Unhinged Sports Network. Um, obviously, we're a part of the network. You can follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged and on Instagram at Unhinged SN. Um, be on the lookout because Unhinged FC, it's happening this week. Champions League is, cu- is, is back for the knockout stages. So catch me, Edward, and Kelsey from High Low Sports um, previewing matches for that game. So it will be dropping on match day at unhingesn.com. That's where you're going to be able to listen to us. So make sure you guys do check us out there. Um, and, you know, just help promote the show, man. So you can, one, follow us on Instagram at FC and as well as Twitter at FC. So you guys, because we will be sharing when we're dropping on uh, Unhinge FC. Yeah, but once again, it's gonna be at it is gonna be on Unhinge's website. It's an Unhinge exclusive show. So unhingesn.com. dot com. So you guys can go ahead and listen to us preview the Champions
2: League. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun, especially because we got like you know Kelsey, Kelsey's a stand-up guy. I think, and he's, he's he's a Liverpool fan. So I mean, hell, he has a lot of writing on this.
3: Well, we, we
1: all are. Yeah, are
2: we? we all are. Inside. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool. So, yeah, you all.
1: All right, and then shout out to Alejandra Gomez, aka A and G Graphics, for the creation of the insert name FC logo.
3: I love you. Okay,
1: you can follow <laughs> her on, on Instagram at a.g.graphics graphics with an X. Once again, that's a.g.graphics graphics with an X on Instagram. Slide into her DMs i tell you that you're looking for a logo to be done, and she's got you. Um, also, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to our Chick-fil-A Player of the Year, <laughs> Roosevelt Spencer. Still trying to get used to saying Roosevelt. Yeah, but Westmanians. Our show's producer, our beat maker, um, our renowned karaoke expert. Um, just everything, man. I mean, you. Know, I, I, I hope you had fun in the Super Bowl. I don't know who you were rooting for. I mean, you like Alabama, so I'm sure there was someone from Alabama that's in the NFL <laughs> on, the, on that team, right?
2: I think he just went for the hell of it, bro. I think he just. Went I mean, for he lives fuck. in
1: Alabama, so it's not like a far. Yeah, it's not that far off from Tampa Bay. Yeah, but I mean, still, he's, I'm pretty sure he just had fun with me bro. But yeah, so but there's that. So um, uh, I hope you had fun. Um, but yeah, now now obviously he he worked because you guys are listening to this episode. Hey yeah,
2: but yeah. He so still continues to work that man.
1: Yeah, he he works hard and I mean he does he does so much for us. So we try to make things easier for him. We you know we we do what we can. Um, we did get new mics.
2: Take what we can, give nothing back.
1: So Come we room. can we can make we can make that's from Pirates
2: Caribbean. Sorry,
1: we can make Spencer's job a lot easier. Yeah. So um, but yeah, shout out to Spencer, man. If you guys are looking to Maybe you guys like his beats and you want to do some sort of collaboration. Follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. What? Once again, it's at that guy
3: dope. Yeah.
1: But yeah, man. So that is the show, man. Catch us for next week as we have another show, episode twenty-four.
2: We'll we'll come up with the name. We'll come the, up the with
1: Kobe it. episode. There. Oh, nice. Like we're gonna figure something out. I was <laughs> I was thinking about soccer, bro. I uh, guess technically Tim Howard, I believe Tim Howard was 24 I in think Everton.
2: We'll think of something, but for now, it's the Kobe Ips.
1: Anyways, but yeah, so there's that. So uh, thanks for listening and catch us next week as we have more stuff to talk about.
2: All right, take care, guys. And uh, also, I know it's been over a year
3: since we brought it up, Rip Kobe, Rip John. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. So it's been it's been a year. So yeah, I just want to put it out there.
2: Catch us next week. Catch us next week, guys. Take care. Yeah, sir. Yeah.